previously on Growing Up Gilmore. Shower <laughs> with you right now. Quick. Here. Just out make of the fast. bathroom. He just got out of the bathroom. <laughs> so we've got time. How bad did you want those pancakes? <laughs> Imagine like Dean leaning on that door when you open it. It's like, oh God, give me a break. Yeah, you exactly. Know? But Jess does it and you're like, stop it. What are you doing? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> gazing at it (laughs) fucking Dean made it hello everyone this is Amy this is Elise and we are growing up Gilmore this week we are discussing season two episode 16 there's the rub. There's the rub. Thank uh-huh. you. I was like, is it rub-a-dub-dub? <laughs> <laughs> there's the rub-a-dub-dub. So there's the rub. Uh, this episode is really interesting because we get the girls in two different places, and we haven't had that for a while, where Lorelai's doing her own thing for a majority of the episode, and Rory's doing her own thing for a majority of the episode, Um, I feel like the last time we had that was season one. It's interesting. Um, By the way, remind me, or I'll just write it down so I remember. uh, Bryn informed me, our Gilmore Girls Reddit fan, Bryn, informed me that Reddit had been voting on each character's best one-liners. Oh, okay. So I want to show that to you. Oh, cool. Um, but I like this episode. Uh, this is a great Paris episode. I love the exchange between Rory Rory and Paris Mm -hmm. in this episode. And I think for people who are like rooting for Paris, this is a great one. Yeah. This is where I think really, Mm -hmm. really where this is our first. Yeah. Paris forever. Oh, yeah. If you weren't like... I would firmly say the first time watching this, this is the first time I was like, I love Paris. Mm -hmm. Beforehand, you're like, who is this Paris? Yeah, because I remember when I uh, watched the Gilmore Girl episode with you when I lived with you. Mm -hmm. And we had it on and I was just hysteric. I liked Paris because I was like, what's that girl's problem? Yeah. And it was when it was like the episode where Rory's buying the ticket or buying the prom. Oh ticket. yeah, the dance ticket. Yeah. yeah. So that was like I was like, this girl's hilarious. Did I? I had no idea that she was going to be so evolved though. Right. You know, getting into it, I just thought mm-hmm. she was just going to be a funny side character from an outside pers- perspective of never really watching the show. Right. Right. And I do wonder if it's something where it's like her character just like took off. And they were like, okay, we have to have more. Yeah. We need more Paris in season two. And I'm glad. I Yeah, I think because she's so funny and the show relies so much on uh, comedy. Yeah. She's you know? got a quick wit to her character, but also like Liza Wheel has that ability to mm-hmm. just like bring it out. And I love it so I know. much. I want to see, I just, I got to research her because I want to see what she's up to right now. Like, I would love, love to see her do Broadway. Oh, me too. It'd be so cool. She'd be excellent. I think so too. Yeah. Okay. So 
I know we'll get on another Paris train <laughs> in the episode. So I'm like, I let's know. rein it in <sighs> for a second. Um, all right. Who is the writer and who is the director for this episode? Okay. So our writer is Sheila Lawrence. Okay. Um, we had her before episode six of season two presenting Lorelai Gilmore. Okay. She will go on to direct an episode or um, season three and season four. Okay. Um, I don't know the titles of these. I don't, I'm not great with the titles of Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Yet. It's a lot. Um, yeah. That'll do Pig. Do you know that one? Uh, no. Let the games begin. Hmm. Okay. The, in clamor and clangor and after born, after boom. So I don't really know those episodes, but those are the ones that she is responsible for writing. Um, her other things that she has written for is Private pra- Private Practice, Ugly Betty, Bunheads, Heart of Dis- Dixie, Marvelous Miss Maisel, and the last thing that she's written for is Love, Victor, which I do not know what that is, but maybe somebody does out there. <laughs> Wait, what is it called? <laughs> love, Victor. Oh, Love, Victor? Yeah. <gasps> uh, you, do you know Love, Victor? I love Love, Victor. Shut the fuck up, do you? Yes. What? Who? Who is Victor? Okay. <laughs> this is based. Is this a Disney Channel show? No, no, no. This is a Hulu show. Oh, I it like is based Hulu. off of a movie called Love Simon. Okay. Where a boy is like closeted, mm-hmm. and he writes letters mm-hmm. about like what's going on with his family and stuff, and he ends up coming out at the end of the movie. Spoiler alert, and. The show then is this boy, Victor, who's from like a very conservative, um, I want to say Puerto Rican, but it could not be that. So I'm sorry if it's not, but family and he is closeted and then he writes letters to Simon from the movie. Like Simon in the movie or in the show? uh, Once or twice, but he's off at college now. So it's, like, kind of his journey. Oh, I loved it. Mm. It was so, like, a very, like, sweet and realistic and wholesome show. Oh, great. I've never, literally never heard of it. So she wrote it? She wrote one episode. One episode. Yeah. Okay. Um, But that's really it. And she's produced a ton. And the same thing, the last thing she's produced in 2020 was Love, Victor. Okay. So she's kind of off the radar right now. We don't know what. Well, yeah. I, I don't well, know. Love, Victor got canceled. Oh. So they had to kind of like wrap it up. Yeah. Unfortunately. Gotcha. But. Um, and our director is Amy Sherman Palladino. I did a quick interview. I did watched a quick interview with her this morning or five minutes of it until I found a fun fact. Um, but she was doing an interview about the ending of Marvelous Miss Maisel. This was posted about two months ago. So I was like, oh, I'll watch something more relevant that she, yeah. or something more current. Yeah. But she just, I liked this quote that she said about kind of like how she fell into um, wanting to do Marvelous Miss Maisel. And I think a lot of that is because of her father. Yeah. It seems like because he was a comedian. And she was talking about how the two female protagonists of Marvelous Miss Maisel, you got... Um, Susie, which is our Alex Borstein, yep. who's our Drusilla. Drella. Drella. Drusilla. Yeah. Sorry. Drusilla I got... sounds better, honestly. That's Buffy. Sorry. 
there's a character named Drusilla and Buffy, and I've been a little on the Buffy train right now. But um, and then um, Midge, so the main you know comedian yeah. girl in it, Rachel Bronson, yeah, great actress, both of them. But um, she was talking about how she wanted to do like you have you know have two strong females, and she likes to use. She said she likes to use comedy to and she used to watch her dad do this to be be able to bring up points or talk topic discussions mm-hmm. she says that comedians have such a difficult way with being a comedian because they like you can hate a movie and you can like blame the director or whatever or writing or whatever but when a, if you don't like a, co- a comedian you don't like the comedian right and so they bring up sensitive topics sometimes and that's like how she likes to use comedy to be able to bring up topics yeah that people maybe normally wouldn't want to talk about it mm-hmm. or laugh about yeah and i think she does that i think there is a spill over even into this episode and i know i it's not like it has any kind of it just kind of is a happy circumstance that i listen to her say that about having two strong female leads being able yeah. to use comedy to talk about different topics and and use laughter. And I feel like in this episode, we have two, just like Susie and Midge and Marvelous Maisel, I feel like Emily and Lorelai mm-hmm. are our little com- comedic team. Yeah. In this. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't know if they're bringing up any subject matter right now. I can think at the top of my head that would be more sensitive to bring up where you can laugh about. But either way... Even like the forty sixty. Yeah, the forty sixty. You know? Yeah. I think that that's the first thing I thought yeah, of. Yeah, totally. And then I also thought of the conversation with Rory and Paris about are they friends? Mm-hmm. It's like they're having this conversation, like, what are we? Are we friends? Paris doesn't yeah. understand what friends are. And <laughs> you know, it's like Yeah, I feel so that's kind of a deep conversation to have with someone and like just even bringing up Paris and Rory because I didn't I kind of passed them up in my brain to connect with them but yeah that would be like the other mirroring aspect of this episode yeah is Emily and Lorelai and then Lorelai and Paris although this is a very Jess centric episode I think it's really about Rory and Paris I really do me too but um I don't know if I weird connected any of that i just thought it was a cool quote I no think i think that's a great connection i wish i was as eloquent as her when she describes it but she's just such a smart clever lady mm-hmm. i think she's so cool mm-hmm. and i, I love too. her focus on women and i think i love her homage to her father's I can just tell it's just in her. It's that she's homaging her, like, father so much. Well, and that's why I'm so excited to see her new series, Mm -hmm. because that's going to be an homage to her mother. Yes. So, um... So neat. I need to finish Maisel. I need to finish it. You, I think you... I'm not going to say, because I know you hate when I people say, I think you love it. I did love it. Yeah. And I don't know why I stopped. Well, I mean, it's just, I do that all the time with shows. Yeah, I'll do, I'll be like you know what? I'll get back to it you know um and sometimes it's just the mood you have but yeah. that one I would say you can really watch any season I prefer it and um 
fall, winter, just like mur- yeah. uh, only murders in the building. Yeah. But yeah, no. Um, yeah. I don't know how much further I'm going to get with these fun facts about Amy. So. <laughs> no, this is great. <laughs> I think too, like as we go on, because clearly we have many seasons left, it can morph into fun facts about the series yeah. too, yeah. you know? Um, but I was going to say, speaking of watching something that I've never watched before, I started Twin Peaks. Yeah. Oh, yes. I totally forgot to ask you how it's going. So I th- I'm i about halfway through season one. Uh-huh. I will say, I told Elise, <laughs> this is a fever dream. Like, I, I have no idea what's going on. That's David Lynch. But I love it. <laughs> yep, it's fun. And I'm like, who did it? I really have no idea. It is going to be a wild ride. And, and I like, I have all of these ideas, but if you have Paramount Plus, they have <laughs> Twin Peaks. It's on Netflix too, isn't it? No, it's only on Paramount Plus. Is it off now? I I've, think it I is. just watched it with my niece. It's so evil. No, there's nothing bad. In, I mean, there is, but you don't see it. No, I know. But, but you know. Yeah. My poor, my poor niece. But I love seeing Anna Nardini so young and so Beautiful. gorgeous. Well, is she not And perfection? Sherry, too. Her curly I know. hair. I know. Love. Love. Um, They're so great. Yeah. It's just, and isn't she the weirdest, Anna Nardini? Yeah, she's so strange. She's Audrey Horn in Twin Peaks, people. And let me tell you. The minute. Is she not? I think she made one of the most iconic roles. It's the most iconic thing I've ever seen. The minute she switched her saddle shoes to red pumps and then started to smoke a cigarette in her locker, Mm -hmm. I was like, this is the (laughs) least. This is like aesthetic number one like this yeah. is like when i saw this i was like when i first saw twin peaks in my 20s 23 i think i saw it for the first time and i was like forever changed and yeah. um audrey horn is extremely mentally ill so that tells you everything you need yeah. to know about me yeah just kidding <laughs> But no, we love Audrey Horn here in our Yeah, no, format. I'm But I'm, I'm so excited for it. you to watch it and finish it. It's a good introduction to David Lynch, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because I've never seen anything David Lynch. Yeah, we'll we'll have to go down that route with we some will. of his movies. Those are... Yeah. But you never know, really know what's gonna go on. I, I feel like with David Lynch you, you just kinda have to enjoy the ride and like I like to listen to people like break down theories and whatnot and yeah um there is a whole i mean twin peaks is very mythological and yeah. it's based off of a lot of like yeah um i don't know to get all into that because it's not a twin peaks podcast but there's a lot of cool theories about I different things and that's d- what i love it's yeah. like you can tell that there's so much happening mm-hmm. when you're watching it to the point where you're like what is happening? There's so much happening that I can't like. I know it's wild, yeah, and weird and creepy and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. unsettling, and that's what's so cool about the brain of a genius. I think David Lynch is a genius, and I remember someone was I was watched an interview, and someone was like interviewing him, and he's like, "I've been doing this theory for ten years that you have 
done all these little different scenes and I can point out these scenes from each of these movies or shows or whatever. And I think that you're trying to explain, like he came up with some huge theory. He goes, can you just tell me if I'm right? And David Lynch goes, no. (laughs) He's like, you're not right. And the guy was like, oh, okay. The guy's like, there goes 10 years of my life. Yeah. And like, I feel like some people, they try to be weird or they try to emulate David Lynch in some way. Yeah. And um, they're trying to be weird. And I don't think that David Lynch actively sits there and being like, I want to be weird. I think he's just weird. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. So, but yeah, that, yeah, I'm glad you're watching Twin Peaks. Weird is his normal. Yeah. And I'm glad that Amy Sherman Palladino likes Twin Peaks. I know. I'm excited to see how it, like, watching it, how that, like, could have influenced things in this. Because this town is. It yeah, ha- you know how like Twin and Twin Peaks has this kind of campy, totally campy acting, campy delivery sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the town characters are very like, whoa, they, these people are kind of weird, right? And I feel like the overall stars, vibe, yeah, is very reminiscent of Twin Peaks. Yeah, like Stars Hollow is like a sweeter, more digestible uh, take on it, almost. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. It's quaint. interesting. It's a quainter yeah. thing. But mm-hmm. yeah. I'm glad yes. you're watching it. Yeah, me too. It's I watch it by myself because I don't want to explain to Bryn everything. Yeah. You know? Because he's <laughs> no. not like watching it yeah. step by step like me. Yeah, it's a different kind of watch. Yeah. So while he's gone today, I'm gonna continue that. And now that he's doing more theater after this mm-hmm. production, he just got hired to direct the producers. So I'm, maybe I'll watch Maisel while he's doing that and just not wait for him. Or you could just watch all like David Lynch stuff. Just get in a really weird spot. So when he comes back, (laughs) things are weird for him. Because I would enjoy those stories. (laughs) And that's all that matters. I mean, that's true. All right. (laughs) Okay, let's do it. Let's talk. Let's talk about the show, friends. Okay. Okay, here we go. This episode opens with the girls going into Luke's diner and he's having his construction done because if you'll remember at the end of the last episode, he buys the building and uh, sledgehammers a hole into the wall and tells Jess that's his room. (laughs) And uh, now they are finishing construction. He has Tom. Is it Tom? I think it's Tom. he, He ends up being the construction guy for the rest of the series so i'm really glad he wait, landed was, that gig wait was tom the one where when he does the dragonfly no but did was he in the episode where paris is building the house with rory yeah he was okay yep okay. yep um so they just brought him back they're like you know what you have a good construction vibe you have like a little bob vila kind of vibe to you <laughs> yeah you know? probably that because they use bob the they reference bob vila yeah in that yeah. episode with paris yeah. But, yeah um but he's back he's doing the construction with his guys there's sheetrock falling from the ceiling onto people's tables into their coffee all I, of this great i stuff. was watching this episode with my mom and she's like could can they do that? Can they just like serve? No. Because <laughs> it's like, like major OSHA. Violation. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this would not be acceptable <laughs> anywhere else. Um, 
the girls sit down at a table and Luke informs them that they can't sit there because they've had three people, three different people get sheetrock on their head. Three different people get sheetrock on their head. And uh, she's like, well, <laughs> okay. And if they, she takes her phone out because her phone starts ringing, Lorelai does. And he's like, take it outside. And she's like, well, if I sit here any longer, I might be outside. <laughs> like, sassy. so clever. I know. So she takes her phone outside and tells Rory to order her a coffee. When she goes outside, Jess shows up with a hard hat on and an umbrella. And he opens the umbrella and gives it to Rory. And I just love this, like, coming out of nowhere mm-hmm. with an umbrella mm-hmm. for Rory. Mm-hmm. And and do you notice when uh, Lorelai's, while Lorelai's getting up from the table and she's making her exit way out, um, Jess is starting to already come in. And he has mm-hmm. his eyes deadlocked on Lorelai. It's almost like he's waiting for her to leave. Yeah. You know? Well, and I'm just, sure because of what happened in the last episode. Yep. And the second she's out of the shot, he pulls the umbrella up. Yeah. And it is so swift. It was mm-hmm. so neat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Strategic. Delicious. We love a strategic man. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's going to be such a hard episode. I know. There's going to be a lot of, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. For the, yes. I'm so sorry, listeners. No, I'll, I'll get, we're not you. apologizing. I'm just going to do that one. Oh, I'm getting it out of the way. Okay. Getting it out of my system. Okay. So at that point, she's sitting there. Sheetrock falls. Luke says, you probably want to keep that up. <laughs> we cut to Lorelai outside of the diner. She's on the phone with her mom. Her mom has two gift certificates to this spot, and she asks Lorelai if she wants them. Lorelai ends up convincing her that a time at the spa would be amazing. And then Emily decides she's going to go too. So now <laughs> Lorelai is going to have time at the spa with her mother, and that's where she'll be all weekend long. Yep. Interesting. Number one, Emily totally planned this. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. <laughs> she totally backed her in a corner. Well, and you know what's funny? When she started the call, she didn't say she had two. Nope. It was just one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's tricky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how much do you think those tickets cost? Oh, the fact that they're like all inclusive, yeah, thousands. Okay, I was wondering. I'm like, God. Okay, I wonder how much this would cost. Thousands, okay. I would imagine for each ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if it was at like a charity thing. Mm-hmm. I could see it being pretty spendy. Cool. Yeah. That oh, must be so hard to be Lorelai. Jesus. I know. I know. Lorelei. Yeah. I think. <sighs> Yeah, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. So we've set up now this Lorelai is going to be gone for the weekend. Mm -hmm. We've already seen Jess swoop in once when she disappears. Mm -hmm. So what's what's going to happen? I think this um, intro is great. Yeah. This is an excellent intro. It is well written. A lot of movement. Well directed. Mm -hmm. Very well directed. I love, love, love seeing this like 
chaoticness in the diner because it is never chaotic in there like mm-hmm. this. And I, I can tell that that is immediately very unsettling mm-hmm. for Luke. Like he doesn't know what to do, how to process it. He wants it done and out, but he created this problem. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, am I regretting this? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's so cool. I, it just makes me like curious. I get excited because I'm like, oh yeah. I didn't even realize that Amy directed this one. Mm-hmm. And I think I've been like, this is one of my favorite ones. And I think it's like, it's so cool because it's like when I think that quote that she said, I referenced a couple episodes ago where she said that you want to, it's good to be a director because you have full control of your project. Yeah. So I feel like when we have these moments where we see Amy direct, we really see like, what every episode could actually be like not like not no that every I episode know. isn't i know great. what you're saying though but you get to see like her what, vision yes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's so fun because like, it's so campy yes it's so campy like this is very like twin peaks campy yeah. eating at a diner while like the crap is falling into your food like, yeah very weird not weird but like just off this is quirky. Yeah. It's quirky. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's so fun to see how her mind moves. Yes. You know, I think that's what's visually pleasing so much for me in this intro is seeing the movement. Because she's got a quick movement too. Yes. And it's like, how many times did they have to do that umbrella scene to get yes. it just right? Because the way it's done is perfection. Mm-hmm. Like he just like, it's like he, a swift movement. You know, so yeah. it's like it's all choreographed, choreographed, chore- choreographed, 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 yes. choreographed, whatever. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make a joke, but I can't. Um, but yeah, it's it would be so cool to see how that would work behind scenes. If you could be there. Yeah. Fly on the wall. Yeah. And see like the prop, not the prop guy, but whoever, whatever the person's called being above there and like throwing the sheet rock down oh my gosh yeah you know? totally mm-hmm. yeah because most of those buildings when we did that tour they don't actually have an upstairs mm-hmm. so anytime you see an upstairs shot it's like a different Locate, like, location yeah. um like mrs kim's house you walk up the stairs and that's it there's yeah. n- like nothing there yeah so when you think about luke's diner there's no ceiling there's Mm -hmm. somebody like crouched yeah (laughs) in the rafters like throwing stuff down and i just think that's that's like the fun fun. the fun stuff about when you do any kind of acting or theater or yeah anything is the stuff that goes behind the scenes it's fun to make it happen yeah yep completely so this this intro i think is one of my favorites Mm -hmm. because it is just like so campy and fun and like whimsical like very Very. stars hollow and before we move on to we need to discuss this umbrella because symbolically i was thinking about it an umbrella must mean a lot to laura to to rory oh because a logan oh my gosh yeah interesting right Mm mm-hmm and I always associated an umbrella with Logan. Yeah. And I forgot about Jess is really the first one that kind of protects her. It's just weird. It's, 
this is what's interesting about it now that I'm thinking about this out loud. So Jess gives her the umbrella to protect her, mm-hmm. but Logan gives her the umbrella to, to fall. Yes. To and like, it's like, like to like be free almost. Yeah. To free fall. <sighs> How dare you? <laughs> but you know, like the two, it's like the two men that she loved. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait till we get to Jess. I'm a little scared. Or Logan. I'm a little scared. Yeah. That I'm going to like him. Mm-hmm. I told you that the other day. <laughs> and I don't know. I'm like, really? I'm seeing like a lot of these edits. This is so not on this episode. I don't care. A lot of these edits on TikTok that are like, look at the way he looks at her and like that kind of thing. And I'm like, what did I miss? You know, just like watching through and already like not liking him. So I'm not giving him. I can tell you what it is. It was Jess. You yeah. are a Jess girl. Yeah, and exactly. That, and that makes sense. So then, like, by the time I got to, to like, season five and six and seven, yeah. I was just like, who is this guy? Yeah. And, you know, like... And he's not typically the type of guy that you're into. No. And I could understand why you'd be a little less, like, for him. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So now I'm like, when we go back and we are, like, dissecting, am I going to like him? Yeah. I don't know. Am I going to still like him? I just have no idea. I don't know. That'll be an Logan charmed me. I yeah. mean, I was not expecting it when I first met him. I'm like, who is this guy? He's kind of annoying. You know? And I, yeah. and I was like, is he going to be introduced as the love interest? In the I second? knew you were smitten the minute you called him Logie Bear. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fucking Logie Bear, Amy. But when he showed up to the newspaper, yeah. that's when I fell in love with Logan. I was like hands i was like okay i'm in let's buckle in baby but yeah yeah, the umbrella is cool i'm glad that i wonder if there was any kind of intention with that or maybe not not. if it was a happy coincidence reading into it and i love it Mm -hmm. i think that's interesting but it's weird because like an umbrella is so symbolic of so many different things Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah or you can use it symbolically writing lies yeah absolutely metaphor and i mean anytime you see something with logan like merch or whatever it's always an umbrella Mm -hmm. so i don't know yeah interesting i love that me too we have a short scene now with the gilmore girls in lorelei's bedroom lorelei is talking about how she called and basically rearranged the entire spa schedule so she never has to see emily and um, as she's explaining this, Rory is packing her Lorelai's suitcase. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Just, you know, let Rory do it <laughs> while you are doing your own thing. And Trying Rory... to, like, avoid hanging out with your mother all weekend. Yeah. And Lorelai keeps asking her, like, okay, well, what are you going to do this weekend? Are you going to have a party? Are you going to have low lifes and bikers come and trash the place? She makes it the risky business reference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, Rory's like, I'm going to do my homework and do my laundry and order Indian food. And I might fall asleep on the couch. This is like when I'm like, I am Rory. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds iconic, actually. Yes. Um, And I'm like, should I get Indian food later? I know. I've been craving Indian food. Me too. God. God, I need some naan. 
Oh, yum. That sounds amazing. <laughs> um, but but I love that Rory just wants to be home by herself. She just wants to be home by alone. Yeah. <clears throat> and she should be allowed to do that. <laughs> but Lorelai's like. But Lorelai's like. This, are you sure you're my kid? You gotta go have a party. Yeah, go have fun. Go do things with people. Um, as they're talking, there's a horn honking. And she's like, who's that honking? Emily hates honking. Honking is a mechanical body fun- bodily function. And she's like, oh my God. And she looks out the window. And then Rory looks out the window and she goes, oh, cool. And Emily rolls up in a limo. And Rory says, are we going to the prom? And Emily's like, no, we're having a relaxing weekend. I figured let's start it off in style. And this is embarrassing for Lorelai. <laughs> Why? But I, Why is it embarrassing for Lorelai? Well, I think she's just embarrassed. Oh, because of the limo? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and for me, it's like, Look at how hard your mom is trying to have a fun weekend with She's you. She's being so freaking cute with you. If my mom showed up in a limo and was going to take me to a spa, I'd be like, all about that. I would be like, oh my, I'd be like, mom, are you, what's going on? Are you okay? Yeah. Even if my mom had that much money, she'd never spend money on a limo. No, I don't think mine would either, but I'd tell her to. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like. Just have fun. Yeah. But she's this. We see this time and time again with Lorelai. She gets so in her head about her relationship with her mother that she can't. She can't have fun. Yeah. And I think a lot of it, and we can talk about it later, too, is I think it's because she does not feel like her fun is the same fun as Emily. Yeah. And, like, they can't meet in a middle ground because, like, Emily's not capable of having fun with her the way that she wants to have fun. Yes, I agree. And I think symbolically of this scene, too, I thought was really cool. It's, just, it's so iconic that you start the scene off with Lorelai on the bed. And mm-hmm. Rory's packing her bag for her, like you mentioned. And she has this shirt on that says... Yoga kills. Yoga kills. It looks yeah. like it's been handwritten, but... Yeah. by someone yeah says yoga kills like seven times on it but like even that choice of short shirt for Lorelai mm-hmm. has an attitude because like yeah. she shows up in that shirt at the spa right and it's like very much letting the staff know yeah like I'm not a health person so don't don't, don't do try this, this shit me. on me yeah completely she's come like ready yeah to let everyone know who she is yep and, I, like, I understand, you know, staying true to yourself, but I am also of the the mindset that if if they're not hurting anyone, just let them do it. Yeah. You don't need to, like, shit on their parade. Yeah. Rain on their parade. Yeah. To, you know. To whatever. stand out or look different or look yeah. cooler or whatever and I, it and is. And I think but... that's what it is. Yeah. It is to, like, be like, I'm above this, but yeah. I'm here with my mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I thought it was kind of funny. I think that was a cool choice costuming-wise. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love Emily looking very, like, Ivy League, but relaxed, mm-hmm. kind of. Like, she has, like, a Letterman sweater on, it looks like. And... um. I just love that Rory thinks it's so cool. Yeah. She thinks her grandparents are cool. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that's refreshing and very sweet. And I like that she's not jealous, too. Because right. I think I might have been a little jealous. I'm like, what? You got a limo? I want to come with. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> but she's just like, cool. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think part of Rory, too, is like, just, mom, please make the most of this. Yeah. Grow like, up. have fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Grow up. Yeah. And, Yeah. Sends them on their way, and that's where the scene ends. Mm-hmm. So it's a Friday morning because Rory is in her uniform. Yep. So she's leaving, gone, and Rory has the whole Friday to herself and Saturday. Mm-hmm. So it's, we're setting up Rory's freedom, mm-hmm. but not without getting her to school first where things can change. Yeah. And I think that's very clever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are at Chilton now, and it's chemistry class. And before we even get into this scene, mm-hmm. I hated chemistry yeah. in high school. I wish I could like it, though. It looks cool. Yeah, it looks cool. The <laughs> only thing I liked in chemistry class was we had to make um, pancakes. Oh. And, like, figure out the chemistry behind pancakes. And my team, like, went all out and made T-shirts and um, our secret ingredient was nutmeg in the oh. pancakes. And I did not know this. I swear I did not know this. But my teacher loved nutmeg. Uh-huh. And that was the only time I got an A in that class. <laughs> <laughs> also, a weird thing, just a side note about pancakes. Um, I just saw a TikTok the other night in that you can recreate the exact McDonald's pancakes. If you use Bisquit. Yeah. And and replace the water with Sprite. Apparently. I might have to try that. Although I can't because it has gluten in it. Maybe when you're. Yeah. When I can eat gluten. A gluten day. Yeah. A gluten (laughs) day. Um, But anyway, back to this scene. She, the teacher is handing out lab reports or tests or whatever and says that they did not do very well and she's going to give another test on Tuesday on chapters 14 through 18 and it's like four chapters mm. for one test my god and <laughs> it's a lot Paris gets hers back and she looks inside and you can tell immediately that she is not happy with what she sees and she leans over and she's like Madeline do you guys have any plans tonight? And Madeline's like, on a Friday night, we have dates. And this goes like back and forth. And then Louise is like, what does she want? And she's like, she wants to know if we have any plans on a Friday night. Yeah. We have dates. (laughs) And Paris is like, fine, forget it. (laughs) And she. Same exact conversation. Word for word. Yeah. Twice. Yes. Yeah. And she looks like she's ready to explode. And she goes to Rory, well, I guess you probably have plans, big plans for Friday night. And Rory's like, well, kind of. (laughs) (laughs) And Paris then goes into this whole spiel about how she's having a hard time focusing. She got an A minus because she can't focus because her dad figured out how much money it was going to cost to divorce her mother. And now he moved back in. 
And she's like, it's not bad enough that I had to help him crunch all of the numbers, but now I'm dealing with him being there and not wanting to be there and I need help. (laughs) And it's like, you need a a lot of help, not just like school help. You need like help, help. (laughs) Like how horribly traumatic is it to help your father figure out how much money it's going to cost to divorce your mother? Yeah. And that he doesn't do it because it's too much money. Yeah. And then you're like, is this romance? Is is yeah. love dead? Like, yeah. what a toxic environment for a child to be in. I know. It's and now she sad. got and it cost her her A+. Plus. Yeah, she got an A-. Minus. And she's like, I've never had an A-. Minus. She thought it was spiral. Yeah. Lori's like, so? <laughs> yeah. So? And... Rory promises her, you know, I'm busy tonight, but next week after the after the test or quiz or whatever, if you still need help, I will study with you every day next week. Mm-hmm. And, and she think, doesn't tell her that her plans are just to stay home. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I love, I love that Rory's like, you are asking me for help. Mm-hmm. So let's figure this out. Like, I will do it. Like, don't freak out because I'm sure it's fine. And yeah. And if we have a, te- if we have the quiz on Tuesday and you don't succeed as much as you'd like then we can study every day she said right right it's like really nice i mean she I really agree. doesn't owe much to paris she doesn't owe anything to yeah. paris yeah so it's paris like, has been nothing but hard on her mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's a nice gesture on rory's part to be like i can't now but let's figure out a plan for when i can mm-hmm. and i think For Paris, I don't think she realizes this, but she's not just asking for help on the test. Yeah. She's asking for a friend. Yeah. I'm going through a lot. Mm -hmm. I need something. Yeah. And she probably, yeah, like you said, doesn't even realize it, but that's that's what she's actually asking for. Right. Right. And... I was just thinking about this too, not to get out too much far, too much further from what you just brought up, but the fact that like Rory telling, setting the boundaries of being like, no, not tonight, but maybe next week, right? Or I will next mm-hmm. week if it doesn't go well. Yeah. So we have already set up the first like, well, no, actually this has already been set up because like Lorelai was already trying to command her time, like what to yep. do with her time. Yep. So this whole episode really like, you kind of feel for Rory because everyone's like disrespecting her boundaries. Yeah. Every yeah. every single every single character besides Emily. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think too it goes with what you were saying in the last segment about like Rory like Lorelai's fun does not match Emily's fun. Mhm. Rory is setting boundaries so she has time to herself to collect herself and and do things the way she wants to do them. But no one else cares about that. No. That, that her, her just wanting to be alone. No one cares. <laughs> you like, don't get alone time. No. None for you. And none for Gretchen Wieners. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. Caesar can just totally die. <laughs> we should all just totally stab Caesar. Yeah. Yep. 
We are very in like a Rory Lorelai place today. I know. God, I love Gretchen though. (sighs) Me too. All right. So that's that. She tells Paris she can't. She makes arrangements to help her during the week. And that's where the scene ends. Good scene. Mm -hmm. Lorelai and Emily arrive to the spa and get all checked in. And he says, welcome. We hope you'll, you know, relax and enjoy. And Emily says, yes, we can't wait. We're going to leave as completely different people. And Lorelai goes, I'm going to be Ted Ted Nugent. Nugent. (laughs) And then there's this long pause. And I love a long pause. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But Emily is like trying to make the most of it. She's like, wow, they have cucumbers in the water. And Lorelai comes back with, well, if they have ranch dressing in the soap dispensers, this is going to be great. (laughs) So gross. And it's like, come on, Lorelai. Like, just have fun. Yeah. Like, just let go. Just let go, girl. You're like harboring. Yeah. It's like you're harboring all of this negative energy to have a horrible time just because you're there with your mom. Mm -hmm. It's like, don't do that to yourself. You're not going to enjoy yourself at all. But everything that Emily is like saying she loves, Lorelai makes a comment saying that's how they get you in the Moonies. And so I was looking into that and it is a unification church in South Korea Mm. um, that is, I think it's Christian based and they call on members of their church to follow God's example and participate in God's plan for restoration of the like church. So... Um, they believe that their reverend moon was the Messiah and the true father. So it sounds like a cult. Love a cult. Yeah. Um, which I mean, you probably could infer that from her saying like, this is how they get you in the moonies. Yeah. But it almost says like, it almost sounds like movies. Yeah, totally. (laughs) And... Lorelai discovers that their itinerary has changed and they have everything together. And she's like, oh, I have to go talk to them. Our schedule's not right. And Emily says, oh, no, I called on the way here and to confirm everything. And when they said that none of our things were together, I spoke to a manager and I got it all switched around. I even got them to put our pedicure tubs in the same room so we can talk. And Lorelai's like, I'm going to need coffee. (laughs) <laughs> and we find out they don't serve anything with caffeine. I'd be so pissed. I, like, not even tea with caffeine? I'd be like, I am not Gwyneth Paltrow. Give me coffee. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't even have tea with caffeine. It's like, no caffeine for you. And poor Lorelai is like, I'm going to need caffeine. And Emily's like, you can live for two days uh. without it. That would be horrible because, like, right now, no caffeine for me. Mm-hmm. It's been, like, a month and a half. Mm-hmm. The first week was brutal. Yeah, crabby, huh? Yeah, very yeah. crabby. Lots of headaches. Mm-hmm. And, man, I can't tell you how many times I've been, like, if I just got, like, a small coffee from Starbucks, it'd be okay. It's not, yeah. like, enough caffeine. But now that I haven't had it in so long, yeah. I'm, like, what is it going to do to me? Yeah. 
So anyway, but uh, Lorelai is on her campaign of negativity and Emily is trying to be above it. And it's it's really hard watching this because knowing how it ends where Emily just like wants to be friends with Lorelai. Mm-hmm. And like what you had said earlier, Lorelai does not feel like her fun is the same as Emily's. Mm-hmm. So now that Lorelai knows their whole weekend is going to be together, she's going to be a total crabby bitch to be around. Mm-hmm. She'd be like a toddler, which yeah. Emily yeah. calls her later on. But Yeah. It's like, I understand you don't like get along with her all of the time. I think this just goes back into the whole, like, are you going to have a good relationship with your mother ever? Or are you always going to have your guard up Mm -hmm. just so you don't have to have a good relationship with her Mm -hmm. because you're just going to hold on to the past the whole time. Yeah. And this is kind of setting up like the episode of will they, won't they? Mm -hmm. Will she, won't she? And I think that's total bullshit of Lorelai to be, like, in a pissy mood the entire time. It's annoying, but it is common. I think it is also commentary on often our relationship, like, women's relationships with their mothers. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Because um, there's times where I'm like, come on, Elise, grow up. I do that to myself with my mom. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's easy it is an easy to thing to fall into that. Yeah, absolutely. But it's just painful to watch Emily trying so yes, hard. It is and very... not being receptive. Because she's not being an ass like she's really not being an asshole at no, all. No, she spent like thousands of dollars for this weekend and she just can't like get it together. Yeah. So Yeah, it's painful. Yeah, I agree. But it it's a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. whole trip Mm -hmm. so we'll just leave it at that yep tragically this next scene (laughs) starts with dean and rory making out by a tree in stars hollow in public heavy making out heavy making out like he has a vein bulging from his neck and um rory takes a minute and backs away and she goes oh your love capacity has definitely improved it sounded like you said love capacity, but lung capacity. Is it lung? Did she say lung? I thought she said lung capacity. She probably okay. did. And I, I heard it as love. And then I was like, is that, a, is that like a boner reference? <laughs> lung capacity makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Glad we covered that because okay. I was like, wow. I just thought you misspoke for a second like, like I do all the time. But no. Nope. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, but as we're watching it, both of us are like, ugh. No, I hate I don't like watching people make out on television in real life. Not that I stare at people making out in real life, but it's just like (laughs) it's not something I don't like it. Okay, I'm trying and and it's not because I'm a prude like I am a prude, but that's that's like not part of it. (laughs) I don't know how to explain it. Oh, yeah. No, it's I. I think it's weird that they're making out this heavy in public. Yeah. I'm 
I know it's that young age and the hormones, but even when I was younger, I don't think I've ever done like this kind of heavy making out like in front of people. I didn't. And Bryn can attest to this. I don't even like kissing. Wait, I take it back. In front of people. <laughs> you take it back? Why? I did heavy make out. <gasps> what? Yes, I did do a heavy make out once. And that was not my fault. In he started public? It. Yes. In... Where? And I know this is going to sound trashy. At it... a zoo? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did have to kiss somebody on a bumble date at a zoo. And I was so mad. He went right in for the kiss. Mm, I remember had... that. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I was like, get away. <laughs> <laughs> at a... No, this was... At a playground? No, it was okay. Worse. I'm gonna stop guessing. <laughs> it was in a Goodwill parking lot. In your car or like outside, outside of outside the car? I, Goodwill. Yes. What about Goodwill inspired like a makeout <laughs> session? Did you get some good deals or something? Okay, so the guy. Remember when I said I gave that hat from the video store the blow oh this is the video store guy yes so like we always had a crush on each other in like when we were like teenagers or whatever but then like in my 20s he got really into film too and you know we always had that in common obviously video store and i've been doing acting and he was like i need someone to be in this commercial that i'm filming can you be the actress? So I had to play, play a mom. So like that day we went and like ran around and like got props to like film the commercial. And I'm telling you, this man's really cute. But anyways, so um, not that I'm in love with him. It's not like that. We're just friends. I wasn't thinking that. Not that anybody needs to know this. Oh my God, I'm talking too much. Anyways, we <laughs> made out. very like Lorelai. <laughs> we went into that Goodwill looking for something. And I remember he like, grabbed a shirt and he said i would like to see you in this big it mistake was weird <laughs> I was like no but i don't know we went to that goodwill we ended up making out in the parking lot and people were like walking by us and it was heavy making out so i take that back i guess i have done that and i totally forgot about it but this that moment. sounds like a very like in the moment decision yeah it wasn't yeah it was because we you know it's not like we were dating you know, it right. wasn't like we were in this serious relationship. It was more of like we just always, you know, had an attraction for each other. Mm-hmm. But um, I wouldn't do this. I've never done this with a boyfriend where I'm just like, we we have places where we can heavy make out. Because like you've seen, I have seen like couples, even like when I would teach at like the high school level and you walk through the hallways and kids are just making out in the hallway and I'm like, what are you doing? I don't think I saw that at high school. <clears throat> well, I saw it and I was like, <laughs> what is going on here? Even as a student, like, why are you doing that? Yeah. I don't no. need to know what you guys look like when you're making out. That is weird to me. <laughs> yeah. And I just like turn my iPod on and just like roll my eyes and walk away. It is uncomfortable. I don't know why they seem to always be doing it in public so heavy. Right, probably because they can't go to his house because, yeah, you know, his mom is home, little sister. And Rory probably doesn't think anything of it. She doesn't know any different, truly. And she also doesn't seem like the type that would be, like, making out on a couch. 
So I don't know. Anyway. Anyways, it's, it's a lot. That, He's but... wearing a leather jacket. His veins are bulging. And then he asks. Mid every kiss, in between a kiss, he says, so since your mom is out of town this weekend, I was thinking maybe I could come over tonight, which we all know what that means. Mm. And she's like, actually, I was going to pull like a kind of hermit crab thing or a hermit thing. And he's like, really? And she then she says, yeah, you know, like J.D. Salinger is really into it. And we all know who who loves J.D. Salinger. Mm-hmm. And I was like, girl, what are you doing? Yep. Oh. She can't help herself. She her can't. mind is she can't. all over him. And this is where I have to I have to know. Did she hope that Jess would show up? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think she really did want to do her laundry. I do too. <laughs> but or a phone call. Or a phone call or something because she would be alone. I bet I bet at least a phone call. Because mm-hmm. that's what I would have wanted, would have wanted done. Because I'm like, in my perfect world, I can do my laundry. I can wear whatever eat. I want. I can no eat. one can judge me. Mm-hmm. And I can talk on the phone all night and long. And eat my Indian food and talk to this baddie. This baddie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, I think that, I, that is what I think. Mm-hmm. Like, why else would you make a J.D. Salinger reference? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. That is that has Jess written all over it. It yeah, it has does not have Dean all over it. No. It's almost one of those things that I would be scared to say or reference in front of him just in case he were able to right. put the pieces together. Exactly. Um it's like if a guy like I liked a guy like now that really liked um dolphins and then I made a dolphin reference to my current boyfriend. Why dolphins? <laughs> No, totally. But when you rather want, when you'd rather do your laundry than be with your boyfriend when you have the night alone, tells you everything you need to know about how Rory feels about Dean. I know, I know she never gets the house to herself. I understand that because I love being alone too, like having my own time in my own space with no one else around. And it is very, I mean, I might do the same thing, cancel, but like not hang out with him. But I just feel like when you're that age and I mean, they're making out this heavy, you'd think that she'd want him to come over and they could Mm -hmm. maybe Mm -hmm. explore this a little bit more. Yeah. (laughs) I, I don't know. The fact that he says he's not mad and then he goes, I'm a saint, but I'm not mad. You can tell he's disappointed. Yeah. Any semblance of adultery is gone at that point. For, to spare being too graphic. I think he's like... Like fornication? Yeah. Yeah. Adultery is when you... Isn't adultery is when you have like uh, an affair? When you're married? I don't... I think... And I thought... Yeah, maybe... I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. It's different. It's, it's just yeah. different religions. And I can right. even, really, since I have not been a part of that religion for so long um, and not ingested all their um, teachings, mm-hmm. for lack of another word. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's all falls under the same I un- think it's like umbrella. Umbrella. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. So I think it's interesting. Yeah. I You're right. Her wanting to be alone and do laundry and not even like have him over for dinner or say, you know, bring ice cream later mm-hmm. or whatever is her Weird. laying down the law, I don't want to see you. Yeah, because what if Jess calls me and I'm on the phone and you bring your ice cream over? Yeah. And yep. then I have to hang up on the phone. Yeah, she's making this like <laughs> plan in her head. And I, that's why I think she had the intention of talking to Jess mm-hmm. at some point in the evening. Very clever. I didn't think of that. But but yeah, I mean, that would make sense. Like, yeah. I think the phone call. I don't think she want wanted him to come over no. otherwise she'd be looking cute right which we don't true. see later right but yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she wanted that phone call yeah she wanted that phone's phone call the phone conversation the hot I... and heavy phone call <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh-huh yeah i think uh he has for lack of a better term planted his seed in in her brain mm-hmm and she can't get rid of it. Mm-hmm. He's always there. And I think this like Yeah, he's going to be like sprouting out of her ears soon. Yeah. Him her making out with Dean in public, I think for Dean is fine because then he can still show she's mine. Mhm. And for her, it's like this is my boyfriend. This is just what you do. Mhm. I guess I'll practice on you. Just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. There's a lot there. Mm-hmm. Um, but so this ends with her saying, I'm going to spend the time alone. She says, we'll do something the next day, all day. You can plan whatever you want. It's all you, and I'll just go along with it, whatever you want to do the next day. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, fine. Saturday is all yours. Yeah. Morning till night. Yes. And that's where it ends. Yep. And another man who, another person, doesn't matter about the gender, who wants Rory's time. Yeah. So we've got Lorelai wanting to dictate Lori's, Rory's time, Paris, and now Dean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's been able to say no to all of them. Mm-hmm. But. So far. Yeah. But. But. Sometimes you can't say no. (laughs) (laughs) We have arrived at the spa. Well, they're already at the spa, but we're seeing them now getting their um, unpacking, getting ready to go, start their treatments and there's a knock on Lorelai's door and it's Emily. They have a like shared a shared door door. Yeah. And she's like, I thought this would be great because then, you know, we don't have to walk down the hall to see each other. And Lorelai's like, great. <laughs> and Emily cannot stop talking about the robe and how soft it is and how great it is. And she's like, Lorelai, you need to put on your robe before we go to our treatments. And she's like, I'm not going to wear a robe and she's like but everyone here is wearing the robe and Lorelai's like fine I'll put on the robe so she puts on the robe 
Emily gets her to put on the slippers too. They go to their first treatment, which is like a facial thing. And they are in separate rooms for this. So Lorelai has her face mask on, her robe on, the heated pads on her hands and feet. And her lady says, okay, I'm going to leave you here for about, you know, a couple minutes so you can just relax and rest and whatever. She leaves and not a minute later, Emily comes in and she's like, don't those feet make, don't those things make your feet sweat? And Lorelai's like, mom, because she's has her eyes closed trying to relax. And Emily says, yeah, my girl left me like 20 minutes ago and never came back. And she's like, you're supposed to be resting. You're supposed to be relaxing. And Emily clearly cannot do that. And she's just like so excited for the next thing they're going to do. And talking about this mud bath and are they going to wrap her up like a cocoon and going on and on and on. Then it cuts to after the mud bath. They're walking down the hall. Emily looks so cute in this white robe and slippers. And now she has like a little terry cloth headband on and very looking the part of a a spa goer. Mm -hmm. And Lorelai's just like walking like a zombie down this hallway. And she walks into this room and it says quiet room on the door. But Emily keeps talking as they go in. She closes the door. Opens the door back up, shoves Emily out, slams her hand on the door to say, quiet room, hello. And Emily's like, fine. And she puts a smile back on her face and and goes into the room. We cut to their massage. And Emily is like, oh, your hands are divine or whatever. And then she's like, compliment your masseuse's hands, Lorelai. (laughs) And she's like, she like mutters under her breath. And it causes Lorelai to kind of have a, not like a freak out, but just like a, like she's reached her boiling point. And yeah. she's like, mom, you booked us a couple's massage. Do you know what people do about five minutes after this couple's massage? They have sex and probably in their ropes. <laughs> and Emily's like, will you excuse us? And the masseuse is like, leave the room. Well, Emily makes that really spicy comment about how they can, this is more efficient because they can both. They finish finish at the same same time. time. Yeah. I was like, Emily. I know. Spicy girl. Yeah. So, and I think that's why Lorelai was like, they have sex with their rubs. (laughs) (laughs) Like she's like, she saw the bait and she went for it. Yeah. Um, But This kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier, where Lorelai, her level of fun is not the same as Emily's. Mm -hmm. And also, Lorelai wants to relax. Emily is so excited to just have this time with Mm Lorelai that she can't relax. And there are these types of people, though, because for me, when I do get a massage done, I always put on the paperwork that you fill out before. Do you they all have like a list? Like, do you like to be talked to? Or, you know yeah, what I see, mean? see, I've never had a massage, like, so I don't know yeah, you, any like, of that. Like, not every place, but, like, some, you know, you can specifically say, like, please don't talk to me. <laughs> it doesn't always work, though. <laughs> I always find the masseurs who are, like, telling me their life story. 
I don't care if they tell me their life <laughs> I story. I don't want to hear. I don't want you to hear mine. But you talk all all. But the when way. you're trying to relax, sure. The point is, is to try to like release your own stress. But then when you're taking on other people's that's fair stories of stress, yeah. and you're paying for this. Yeah, I personally do not appreciate it. But some people might enjoy that. Yeah. I personally do not. Yeah. Um, Have you ever heard the John Mulaney joke when he goes into? a masseuse and she's like okay now you can undress to your comfort level and he's like so i put on corduroy pants and a sweater <laughs> that's me <laughs> i don't know how comfortable i would I am, be like too wild i did that thai massage that i was telling you about and i didn't realize you were supposed to like i all the massages that i ever had is you take your you top get, half you off top, you take that off or whatever and i you don't get underneath the blanket so that's what i did but at the time massage place you weren't supposed to do that so that was an awkward experience i was she's like yeah you just leave your like tank top on and i was like oh oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome but oh yeah and you usually don't get your back rubbed on the back part while you're laying on your back they did I mean, that this right. for the scene yeah. You do. They will rub your feet or whatever and you're on your back. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So this is now leads Emily to like call her out. Like you are acting like a child. You've done everything in your power to make this a horrible time for yourself. And really all you're doing is hurting yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm having a great time, whether well, you are or not. So if you change your attitude, I bet you'll have a great time too. Yeah. And I think there she's right. She doesn't need to change her attitude, but I, but I do respect Lorelai for just wanting to be in quiet. If that's what you're going to, if that's what you want to do and be relaxed is being quiet. Yeah, absolutely. I get, I get it. I get it. Yeah. And I think that that's something <clears throat> where if they had a different relationship, that would have gone without saying. Yeah. You know, but I think Lorelai and Emily don't have that relationship where she can say like, I need peace and quiet. Yeah. And it's like, they don't really do events. Like they don't hang out a lot except for Friday night. It's right. never just the two of them very often. Yeah. Rarely is it just the two of them. Right. Yeah. Even if Rory can't make dinner, it's like she brought Christopher with. It's like she brings somebody with or there's mm-hmm. Emily setting her up on weird dates. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So um, I get it. I, she is acting like a brat, but Emily is being annoying too. Oh, yeah. They're both equally guilty here they're both equally annoying in their own very different ways yeah completely (laughs) completely so at that point they're good they figured it out and that's where we leave them Mm -hmm. Lorelai has to go out into the hallway and grab the masseuse because you know Emily says I can go into a supply closet down the hall and finish my massage if you'd rather and it's like Okay, Emily. <laughs> Guilt tripping. Yeah. Perfect mom. Yeah. Perfect mom situation. The moms know how to do that. Mm-hmm. So they finish their massage. That's where we end with those two. And now we are going to see how Rory's evening is going to play out. We cut to Rory enjoying her alone time, folding her laundry, ordering Indian food with her Mr. Peanut pajamas on. And... Uh, while she's on the phone ordering her Indian food, she gets another phone call. Do you remember call waiting? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, beep, I guess there beep. is call yeah. waiting now, too, but yeah. still. It's just a little bit different. I feel like... You didn't know who was calling yeah. on call waiting. It's a mystery. Um, until there was caller ID, and then that ruined everything. <laughs> but it's Lorelai calling and pretending to be, like, a 
a liquor store like is this where you wanted the keg delivered or whatever and <laughs> Rory's like just wait a second she finishes ordering her food and Lorelai um says like oh who was on the phone she's like oh I was ordering the Indian food and she's like oh do you plan to light a match and burn the house down later which I made a note because that reference that joke comes back mm. and uh Rory's like, how are things going? And she's like, it's tranquil. And she's like, oh, it's nice. And she goes, no, uh, tranquilizers will be needed. (laughs) And she's like, at least tell me you're like trying to be nice. And Rory sounds like a mother. Mm -hmm. Like, be nice. And like doing laundry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, are you having fun with your friends kind of thing? (laughs) You know? So while she's on the phone with Lorelai, the doorbell rings and she's like, who is it? And Rory's like, the sooner you get off the phone, the sooner your weekend will be over. And she's like, but I want to know who's at the door. Could you look through my phone book and and tell me who all of my friends are? I can wait. And she's like, bye. And hangs up with Lorelai. Paris is at the door and she's got her binder open like she had been studying the whole way there in her car. Like... With it at the driver's wheel. And she's like, I've been trying to study and I can't. I don't even know what I'm looking at anymore. Like, I can't even read my own handwriting. And she's clearly having, like, an anxiety attack. And she's like, you're wearing pajamas. And Rory's like, yes. And she goes, these were your big Friday night plans. A rendezvous with Mr. Peanut. (laughs) And Rory's like, I never get the house to myself. And then that spirals Paris into... Oh, you mean you never get a postcard from your parents saying that they, you know, omitting that they miss you or whatever? I feel so bad for you. You finally get one night alone. Well, my life is alone, Rory. Yeah. It's like, Paris, (laughs) you showed up here, okay? Like, you barged in on her and then have the audacity to get mad at her. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Completely. And Rory's like, fine. I will help you study for one hour. We will do a pop quiz. And then that's it. It's over. And Paris is like, okay. Rory goes to change. And she's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm changing. And she's like, well, my hour doesn't start until you come back out, right? I love how Rory's like, I'm getting out of my pajamas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, good on her. Yeah. That was a smart choice mm-hmm. for later. Uh, but Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I... Paris is just going through it. I know. In so many ways. And it's so hard to like be a teenager. But to be a teenager with that home life is probably horrific. Yeah. when you, I don't think either her parents are in her corner. No. They're in their own world. Yeah. So. It's like three people living under the same roof, but not being involved or not around either yeah it doesn't even sound like they're home no they probably don't want to be home because Mm -hmm. they want to be divorced it'd just be horrible it just sounds bad sad Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so yeah Mm. i think it speaks volumes that paris felt comfortable to just show up at rory's house (laughs) (laughs) to just be like i don't know what your plans were but i'm ruining yeah Because she knew Madeline and Louise would not, mm-hmm. you know, they could be anywhere. Yeah. But Paris knows Rory is going to be in Stars Hollow. Yeah. So she could have done a whole tour of the town in five minutes and then been mm-hmm. like, hmm, maybe she's at home. Or she saw the car. Yeah. Was like, oh, she's home. 
I don't know. It's weird because I would have just been like, she's probably like with her boyfriend or something. Yeah. She was just going to like. Which end their date. (laughs) To me, that kind of says that Paris picks up on this, the lack of seriousness behind Dean and Rory's relationship. Mm -hmm. Because she's like, they're not like a real boyfriend, girlfriend. Or, you know, they've been dating so long, it doesn't even matter anymore. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. And because why wouldn't she interrupt Madeline and Louise? But Mm -hmm. she would interrupt Rory, who has a boyfriend. Yeah. Madeline and Louise just have dates. dates. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, who do you want to study more with? I wouldn't choose Madeline and Louise over Rory. No, I wouldn't either. I'm surprised she even asked them in the first place. Yeah. I think they're just like her... Kind of like her go-to for yeah. most things. Mm-hmm. And I think she's starting to grow out of that. Yeah. Yeah. But also, Rory has a lot of clothes for always being in a uniform. I know. I thought <laughs> that too. What bring that up? But remember, whenever they talk about laundry, it's like they have three wor- three weeks worth of laundry yeah. to do. So it's like she must have just been putting it off. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she washes her uniform, you know, during the week or whatever. But like... Well, she's probably doing Lorelai's, too, because that, remember that episode where uh, Lorelai got mad at her for not doing her laundry, and that's why she had to go without underwear? Oh, yeah, that's right. And Luke's like, go sit on a cold bench. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. I love that. Okay, so now we know Paris is staying. She ordered the Indian food. She's in for the night. She's going to study with Paris, and then we'll see where we go from there. Mm Mm-hmm. We have a little short scene here with Lorelai and Emily. Uh, Lorelai is getting ready to go to dinner. Emily comes in and she's talking about how she's hungry, whatever. Lorelai starts putting this lipstick on and Emily says, oh, I like that color. What's it called? And she goes, oh, it's Vicious Trollop. She's like, you're kidding. She's like, no. Shows her Vicious Trollop. She goes, why would you call it that? And Lorelai says, well, Dirty Whore was taken. (laughs) So I know Vicious Trollop is kind of a a callback a lot of people really enjoy, like a reference to the Mm -hmm. show that people uh, talk about or, you know, understand. Um, At that point, they look at what's for dinner. They're like, no, that sounds disgusting. Everything's steamed. Tofu steamed. Cookies sprouted with mung bean. No, thank you. (laughs) And Lorelai goes to grab her coat and she says... We're not going to eat here tonight. We're going to go out. We're going to go to a restaurant and have a steak. And Emily's like, well, our our thing is in 10 minutes. And then she goes, a steak. Who's going to stop us? Yeah. Vicious trollop or mung beans? What's it going to be? <laughs> and she's like, oh, I'm right behind you. Like, this she's is like so, so scandalous. Yeah. yeah. And I... <laughs> Love that because this shows Lorelai putting aside her negative feelings about everything and just having fun. Mm-hmm. Now and we're getting to like if she the high point of the roller coaster. Yeah, I feel like now we're starting to get into more of a medium between the two of them, and this would have mm-hmm. been better explored for them to go do something a little bit more fun relation. Yeah, fun and relationship bonding. Yeah, besides like. Yeah. Sitting and eating a meal you don't even want to eat. Yeah. And I I think, like, too, it was clever that 
they used food as a segue to get them out of the hotel yeah. or the spa. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, this is a Friday night dinner. Yep. It's Friday So night. they're having a Friday night dinner together. Mm-hmm. And they're going to go do something that they want to do. And there's no one to stop them. Well, yeah. And it's like food is really such a big staple in this show. Obviously, we yeah. know. Um, everyone knows that. They love their food. Um, but, like, that's what brought them together in the first place at the, the Friday night dinners. And then, yeah, obviously, Emily has an appreciation for good food. Yes. Yes. So that was a clever way for the that the writers did this and that Lorelai was able to get her mom to come on her side. Mm-hmm. To the dark side for a little bit. Yeah. It's just fun. I love... Super fun. The direction of Lorelai and Emily in this scene, too. Like, you can just tell... When Emily puts that lipstick on and she likes it, mm-hmm. Lauren Graham has such a genuine smile on her face. Like, this is fun. Yeah. Like, seeing my mom try something new and liking it, something that I like, mm-hmm. is nice. Yeah. It's a nice change of pace. Mm-hmm. And there's just something so genuine and sweet about it. And I just, I love that. Mm-hmm. It's just Yeah, nice. I, when I was watching it, I almost, I had a moment where I date daydreamed a little bit about what Lorelai and Emily like would have looked like at tender moments when when Lorelai was a child yeah you know I think about that too especially when we have um the Bracebridge dinner and there's that moment where they're both putting on the like cold cream or whatever Mm -hmm. and it's like did Lorelai watch her mom do that as a kid yeah. Like, you know, watch your mom get ready. Oh, yeah. or I mean, I did. I did, too. And, like, even watching my grandma get ready. And it it feels like a it's, very innocent, yeah. like, rite of passage. My niece does that. She'll, she'll, I'll will catch her and she's just watching me put my makeup on. Yeah. I did the same thing with my sister. Yeah. Uh, it's like a yeah. a very genuine moment. Mm-hmm. And it, it makes you think, like... I get to share this with my mom now at a different age, you know, mm-hmm. where like, you know, my mom watched me get my hair done for the wedding and she helped me get into my dress. And it, it's like all of these memories that you have that you hold on to forever. Mm-hmm. And it's such like a subtle thing. It's like ingrained in your body. Yeah. It's almost like you don't remember. It's not like something that you would like sit there and be like, I remember when I used to watch my mom put her cold cream on. Yeah. You know, cause you usually like think in British accents. Right. I do um, totally. But it's almost ingrained physically um, into your body. Physical yeah. memorization. It's not like it's not even like <clears throat> the, photographic part of it it's the feeling of it yeah and I think I mean this is us like really diving in deep to this moment but I do think there is a part of Lorelai that that's something she'll never forget Mm -hmm. that her mom tried that and she looked so nice and they shared like this genuine moment together Mm -hmm. of like a mother and daughter and for a second everything about their relationship melted away and they just got that we're on the same plane yeah and it was a mirroring moment Mm -hmm. kind of like how we talked about with rory and the necklace Mm -hmm. for her dance when when she put that necklace on 
and they looked at each other and, it and was they were like, in the mirror too they were in the mirror <laughs> literally yeah. yeah and so it's like we're seeing and we're seeing this again they're both in front of the mirror and yep it feels like time melts away for mm-hmm. them whenever they are in a mirror together and it's a really yeah. sweet like genuine feeling mm-hmm. um very pretty but it's fun to see now because now we can talk about, you mentioned earlier, you wanted to talk about the mirroring between Lorelai and Emily and Paris and Rory. Mm-hmm. So now we're kind of seeing that where it's Paris and Rory are, you know, coming together. And they're having their little like bumpy. Bumpy moment. Yeah. And now Ror- Lorelai and Emily are kind of over their bumpy moment and are kind of you know, riding it out. And, and now we're going to go have fun. And I'm so excited to have fun with them too. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. And so now we need to get there with Rory and yeah. Paris. Yes. Yeah. Because the fun is about to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Rory and Paris are studying on the couch and Rory says, all right, I think you're ready. You know more than you think you do. And the doorbell rings and she's like, that's my food. It's time for you to go. And Rory goes to answer the door. And it's Jess standing with a large cardboard box full of food. And he goes, special delivery. And she's like, I didn't order any food. Or I ordered Indian food. What are you doing here? And he's like, oh, are you planning on burning the house down later? So he and Lorelai made the same joke. Mm-hmm. And they're wearing the same coat. And they're wearing the same coat. And I, I have some things to say about that later later. Mm -hmm. um and she says what are you like why are you here and he goes well luke knew you were going to be alone so he wanted me to bring over this care package and he comes right in doesn't wait for her to invite him in he walks right past her into the kitchen and sets the food down and she goes this is enough food for like 12 people and he goes i've seen you eat She's like, fine, it's enough for six. And he goes, well, um, there's like this awkwardness. And she's like, why didn't Caesar bring it? And he goes, I offered to. And she's like, oh, because, you know, it's the construction and there's constant pounding and and it's so loud and it gives me a headache and I just needed a break. And she's like, oh, OK. And he goes, did you think I came over here to see you? And then he quickly. And she's quickly like. What? Like she doesn't know mm-hmm. how to respond. And then he like changes that. He changes the sub. Not the subject. But he kind of changes from that tone pretty quick. Yeah. Which I think that was. Him opening a door. Mm-hmm. To see if she would say something. If and she's she, receptive. Yeah. Yes. And she kind of. Mm-hmm. Turned him down. In yeah. his brain. And so then there's like this awkward silence between the two of them. And she goes, you're still here? And he goes, well, you haven't given me a tip yet. And she's like, did you want money? And he's like, no, I'll take a French fry, though. She's like, okay, have as much as you want. And so he takes off his jacket and sits it on the back of the chair. And she's like, what are you doing? He goes, well, you said I could have as much as I want. You said there's enough food for six people with me and you, you know. That's four. And then she's like, Paris walks in and she's like, I can't find my flashcards. And then she's like, oh, sorry. 
And Jess is like, I didn't know you had company. And she's like, oh, yeah, this is Paris. We were just studying. And Paris says, is that mac and cheese? And Rory's like, yeah. She goes, I love mac and cheese. I'm not allowed to have mac and cheese. And Rory's like, stay for dinner. (laughs) Stay, please. And then we can study more after. And she's like, but I thought you said you had to. She's like, no. (laughs) No, you can stay. And then we can study all night. (laughs) Yep. Because I'm, do you, do you see this man next to me? Yeah. Do you see how <clears> close <throat> he is standing next to me? Do you think I can tr- control myself? Yeah. So <laughs> she goes to call her nanny and Jess goes, interesting. And he looks right at Rory and he goes, do you think we need a chaperone? And I was like, oh. <sighs> When I what? when I watched this as a child, I was like, "What?" <laughs> I love so much that like you knew what chaperone meant too as a child. Oh my god! I it's was very familiar like, with chaperone words. Like, what are you saying? I mean, I was like seven when I saw analyze this, so I mean, okay. I've seen like. I was exposed. I don't know. Maybe maybe 11-year-olds are very familiar with. I probably was one of the only 11-year-olds familiar with that. <laughs> I know it because we, we use that a lot in, as witnesses. Oh, sure. Because you always heard when you date yeah. somebody, you always you have, have to have, have, have chaperone. Yeah, with for you. sure. Yeah. And I mean, I know like from a field trip what a chaperone yes, is. Yes, yes. Know? So but maybe like, I'm just old and I'm just not realizing. But also, it's like... She's like, no, like Paris was here and, and studying and, you know. She, yeah, we, you said we have six, food for six people at least. Yeah. And he's like, well, you just invited one. And I was like, what, <laughs> what were you gonna do? He was gonna make a move. There's no way. No, I don't know if he was going to make a move. Maybe if the opportunity presented it itself. I think he was just going to plant a seed again. Yeah. You know, like. He's just gonna, he likes to get under her skin. Mm-hmm. But how did he know that she was going to be alone? Did he see Dean, Dean? not with her and thought mm, she might be alone? No, I'm guessing Um, it was something that he heard from the diner, maybe. From like Luke and Lorelai or... Or when when Lorelai said, I'm going to a spa with my mother for the weekend. Yeah. To just hear mm-hmm. that and be like, oh, well, she's not having Friday night dinner then. Yeah. I'm surprised she wouldn't have Friday night dinner with just Richard. But we just had a whole Richard episode and it was a bomb. It so. must, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm... Yeah, he probably... Who knows what Richard's doing? Who cares? I need a break from Richard. He was way too clingy for me. I know. Um, But this is like to have the audacity to just show up uninvited and then accuse her of asking Paris to stay to be a chaperone is like very ballsy. And it's almost like him being like, I know you like me. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that it is him saying, like, I... I know why you did this. I know what's going on. Like, just say it. Let's just talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Let's just talk about it. Mm-hmm. So Paris is going to stay. 
and they're going to eat and hang out. And, uh, yeah. Mm. So okay. the forwardness, the awkwardness is, it's not even awkwardness. It's tension. Mm-hmm. There's so much tension between the two of them because. And like, I can tell that Paris even senses it. Oh, a thousand percent. Cause when she walks in and she's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's yeah. like, what are you apologizing for? Cause she knows that's you not interrupted her boyfriend. The tension. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. But sorry, I interrupted you mid- when you were no, mid no, no, saying no. something. That's what I was going to say. Oh, okay. So go ahead. Go for it. Yeah. So, like, Jess actually entered the same way Paris did. Barging in. Yeah. Completely. So another person that did not respect her boundaries. Mm-hmm. But she did not establish with Jess what she was doing. Yeah. To be fair. Not to give Jess any credit whatsoever, because what he's doing is not right. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's this whole thing. So I know Bryn gives me crap all the time for like how much I love Jess and I love what he's doing, but hate when Max Medina would do this stuff. This Mm -hmm. is pressuring Rory to spend time with him. Yep. And what's the difference? Mm Mm-hmm. What's the rub? He's a teenager. I think that's the difference yeah. for me. Yeah. You know? I, I, that's a, I would say, yeah. And also, like. And there is. They have things in common. They could be really great friends. And it's receptive because she's been calling him. Right. Or they've been calling each other. Right. So I think, like, as much as people want to blame Jess for, like, breaking up her and Dean, Rory was done with mm-hmm. Dean a long time ago. Like the minute she met Jess, Dean was away. Yeah. Gone. I mean, I think that speaks volumes even with like the revival of the show mm-hmm. of how she just kept that poor Paul guy around and Yeah. You know? Yeah. Instead of just like for me, I'm like, if I don't like somebody anymore, I don't want to date him. Right. But, but I not that think... she doesn't like Dean. Right. She's sitting there making out with different. him. But... It's different. It's Dean was the first boyfriend. Mm-hmm. You figure out everything with the first boyfriend. But then you find somebody where you're like, why is this different? I mean, to be honest, we can sit there and be like, well, Jess, is th- people can say that about Jess. But I would say if you took the majority of this population and really sat down and looked at their, like, dating history and how everybody lined up into their lives. Yeah. People have done it. Mm-hmm. People oh, do it. I mean, I mean, most, I would say, a lot of really, I mean, I know, I would say more people are in a relationship and then transition immediately into another relationship. Yeah. It is more rare that someone will be like, I want to, like, try to be alone. Yeah. Absolutely. And if it is, it's only for like a year or something or a couple months and then they're back out. Yeah. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. I, and just as a teenager, so I, I mean, I'm not going to sit there and be mad about, mad, mad about a teenager. No. Situation like this. And it's like not this. marriage. He's not pressuring I, marriage. Yeah. He's pressuring a date. Yes. You know, like and it's like, different. Deans, I mean, they haven't even, they just make out. Get over it. Yeah. But I mean, he wants to do more. Yes, he does. But the question, though. So you said that you thought 
that Rory was planning to see Jess, but there's no way she could, right? No, not planning to see, but I think having a phone call. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what we established. Established. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Because she really did. She wanted the phone call. Yeah. I think the phone call, yes. I think that him coming in with this food was him being like, I am sick of this phone. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I wonder, the I wonder what other people think if they've been talking. I know. It's, it's like, what do we see and what don't we see? You know, with the show. It's like, are, are they establishing? And I sometimes don't know that in this world, if that what I see is like with All certain we, people. Yeah. Um, well, with like, the main characters, especially. And we talked about that, too, with like the Jess and Rory going on like the book date and stuff. Yeah. We don't see that. But I think if we did, that would tell us a lot about this situation. And that's something I wish we would have seen. Mm -hmm. Because why why is there so much awkwardness now? Yeah. Like, what happened? What what got them to this point now where they can barely be in a room alone together? Yeah. You know? I want to see it. I want to know what happened. You know, well, it's him. A lot of it's him saying dangerous comments. I'm sorry, but these you can't be saying dangerous stuff like that to me. <laughs> I know the chaperone thing always gets me. I would have always. I would have verbally went, <gasps> and then he would have like took the food and left. No, he would not have. No. Oh, but yeah, yeah. So Paris saves the day. She's going to stay. the first time. And she's so cute. She calls her nanny. Yeah. And she's like, mucho mac and cheese. <laughs> I love her. You know what? I just am in love with Paris. She's my girl crush of the show. She's everything. I love her. Yeah. Yeah. But I think Paris is... Okay, I'll wait. Wait. I'll wait. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm going to write this down. But I'm And then wait. you also said you wanted to go back to... Um, the exact oh the burn the house down and yeah burning okay. down the house watch out all right get what you're after do you think that jess could very well be the male version of teenage lorelei yes okay yes and that's why lorelei doesn't like him yes yeah <laughs> to be right i think so not only did they give him the same joke they have the same jacket the same jacket and he has all that food with him and he has like the same kind of attitude yes where he he could like living with luke but makes himself miserable Mm -hmm. yeah and he's very dominant in a conversation Mm mm-hmm like Lorelai. And Lorelai asks some forward questions yeah. sometimes. So I think that's they think that's the connection. It has to be. No yeah. no no way does a no way did yeah. they give him the same exact joke. The same coat. Right. With a bunch of food in his And it's the same delivery of the joke. Yes. Like she says, Oh I I ordered Indian food and immediately both of them are like, oh, and are you planning to burn the house down later? Yeah. Like verbatim. Mm-hmm. So 
to me, it says you are the same person. She and it's like they always say, like, a woman is going to marry someone like her father. Mm-hmm. What if you don't have your father, father in fig- your life? Yeah. Or a well, father I mean, figure. Yeah, but she could always like guys who are not around. I mean, Una- well, emotionally on unavailable that. people. Yes. Um, so that can happen. But, but it could totally be if you see your mother as a father figure, too. I mean, you can. I, I think it just means parental figure. Yeah. I don't yeah. marry somebody like your father or if you're a guy, you marry someone like your mother. But I right. think it could really be either. Yeah. So it's just like, does Lorelai pick up on that vibe? And mm-hmm. she's like, no, 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 no. But wouldn't she like support herself though? I don't think she realizes it's herself. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. That's just my thought process going into this, mm-hmm. um, especially with how it changes Rory. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what we uh, understand. It's almost like a represent- representation of somebody who is qualified enough to take her spot over. Yeah, completely. <clears throat> and that's where I think she gets the threatening feeling from. Yeah. Because with Dean, Dean knows he's not going to step on Lorelai's toes. No. He knows that they are best friends. I mean, mean, Dean's vanilla wafers. Yeah. Yeah. And And Jess Jess is is... like hot chocolate, baby. Or no, not hot chocolate. He's not hot chocolate. He is. He's not. He's like like a. He's like creme brulee. No. I like creme brulee because it has like the harder exterior. Ooh, yeah. And and then then it's softer softer on the inside. inside. We're really weird this episode. Should we go to the next scene? Yeah, let's do okay. it. Lorelai and Emily have arrived at their steakhouse, I guess you could call it. And they want to get a table, but the hostess says they don't have anything for an hour, but that two seats just opened up at the bar. And Emily's like, we can't sit at the bar. And Lorelai's like, yes, we can. And they sit at the bar. She orders... Two martinis with a twist, extra dry, extra cold, extra cold. Yes. And peanuts. Emily says she wants peanuts (laughs) and they decide they're going to order steak with Caesar salad and get a shrimp cocktail to share. And I'm like, my mouth is watering. So they're sitting at the bar. They have their martinis. Emily is inhaling peanuts and she's like, I can't believe it. I've never been to a eaten at a bar at a singles club and Lorelai's like this is not a singles club this is a 60 40 bar and Emily's like what and she goes you know 60 40 like divorcees trying to meet younger women whatever and Emily starts looking around and she's like oh my gosh like what (laughs) like this whole world that she wasn't aware of and Lorelai says mom I think you're being uh, mistaken for a 40 year old and she's like what and she's like that man over there keeps looking over here at you and she's like drink your martini Lorelai <laughs> she's like where where yeah she's Makes, like oh like, he's not yeah she's mm-hmm. getting into it a little bit mm-hmm. she's enjoying yeah. it I think so mm-hmm. yeah so this is a nice little setup scene. I mean, not not much happens that we no. can some. But it's nice to see that about, they're but... like 
still enjoying themselves yeah. and you know in the moment they and... look like they're having way much more fun than at that spa thank god i, I know just, sometimes i get so annoyed when i have to see everybody miserable for so long i know i agree yeah. so it's a nice change of pace mm-hmm. okay this is it this is the big scene this is the climactic part of the episode where it all happens <laughs> we open with paris jess and rory and they're all sitting around talking about books and poets and and dinner and they're teaching Paris how to eat fast food or how to eat diner food and as they're talking the phone rings and Rory goes to answer the phone and it's Dean and he's on his way with a little treat because he wants to see her and she's like I'm a mess you won't even recognize me you shouldn't come and he's like well put a name tag on I'll be there in a minute and he hangs up the phone Rory is like, oh, gee, it's getting late. Um, You should probably go. And Jess, thanks so much for the food, but it's time for you to go. And he's like, who was on the phone? Well, he had his eyes planted on her when that phone rang. Mm-hmm. He knew. And she's like, oh, no one. And he's like, who was on the phone? And then it comes out that it was Dean. And he's like, well, she wants me to go because Dean can't know that I'm here. And then Paris is like, why can't she know you're here? Yeah, she's like (laughs) shoving her face full of food, like trying to ask all the hard questions. Yeah, her eyes are like big and like round. And this is the mistake. So Jess says, do you really want me to go? And Rory says, I want to avoid a fight with Dean. She's like, he's like, do you really want me to go? And she goes... And there was that pause. Because mm-hmm. she didn't say that, no. There's a pregnant pause. <laughs> and she's like, I really want to avoid a fight. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Have him hide under your bed. Yeah. Like, he would have done that. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, then, that Dean would have got in the house. Mm-hmm. There would have been some other kind of evidence. So then he would have had to, like, sneak out, and then she would have had to explain, like, mm-hmm. it would have been hard to explain that to Paris, to be like, where's Jess? Right. So Jess is like, fine, I'll go. And then as he picks up his jacket, he's like, oh, ow, I hurt my ankle. Maybe I should go lie down. And she's <laughs> like, you need to leave, Jess. And he's like, well, just explain to him that I just brought the food over. It's not a big deal. And as she's shoving him out the front door, Dean is at the bottom of the steps. And he's like, oh, I guess we won't have to explain it because here he is right now. (laughs) And she's like, oh, Jess was just dropping off some food. And he's like, yeah, I could care less if she eats. And she's like, yeah, he could care less. (laughs) And Dean is just standing there just like pissed. And he's like, Jess. Oh, you brought ice cream, a little guy. Wow, it's so nice. Are the two of you going to share it later? That's so cute. (laughs) And then he comes and stands, you know, and he's like, oh, well, you're doing that tower over me thing again. And you have that Frankenstein look on your face or whatever. And he's like, I guess I should be going. And he's like, I really did just come to drop off some food. So let's not do the whole West Side Story thing. And so Jess walks off. That is exactly what he wanted to happen. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. He doesn't care that if Rory and Dean get into a fight. He wants them to get into a yeah. fight. He's like, you don't like him. You like me. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is if you have, if you, you can't, okay. You don't really like him if you're sitting there and you're flirting and talking with me all the time. Right. So. Yep. <clears throat> so Jess comes in and, he, or not, excuse me, oh. Dean comes in. And he's like, what the hell is going on here? And he's like, he just dropped this off. He goes, I know you guys can eat fast, but this seems kind of like a lot of food, Rory. And she's like, well, he didn't like just drop it off. And he's like, well, tell me what the hell's going on. And he's like yelling at her. And she's like, but she's like, like Paris is here. (laughs) Yeah, he walks in and Paris is like got a mouthful of food. And she's like, hi. (laughs) (laughs) Paris is so us in this episode. I know. God. And she's like, I'm trying to explain it to you. Like, please stop yelling. And then Paris cuts in and basically says, well, Jess was here because I like Jess and I wanted Rory to try to set us up. She did it for me. Yeah. (laughs) Love her delivery. Yeah. But, you know, he's not going to go for me because I don't have the eyelashes or the belly shirt or whatever. And then I asked Rory to do this as a favor. Yeah. And she's like, I have to go now because I'm probably going to break out into some kind of rash. And then she leaves the room. (laughs) (laughs) That is like probably one of my favorite one-liners of Paris's. too. So I guess I should get going before I break out in some sort of rash. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to use that as like my goodbye now from now on. Um, So Dean looks at Rory then and says, is this true? And she's like, Yes. And she looks him right in the eye and says, yes, Jess and and Paris. And it's like straight lies. You can look at somebody in the eye and just lie like that. That is wild to me. She's the bad guy. Yeah. Duh. Duh. <laughs> it's incredible. Well, she already was trying to do it on the phone call. I know. Yeah. Why couldn't she, instead of panicking? It, I mean, I know she didn't. She just didn't want to have a fight. But if you play it cool, it could have been less. Yeah. If you're just like, let me tell you, I got into something tonight. I don't want you to freak out. If you're gonna freak out, then don't come over. Yeah. But this is what happened. But I think she, because things were already so rocky with Dean. Is that because of that? Or is it because she wants to. She wants Jess. And she doesn't want this to be exposed yet. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's the only way to why why you would hide it so much. So then here's my next question. She says, well, why don't you stay and we'll have ice cream. And he's like, no, I'm going to go. Why does he, why does he leave then? Uh, he's so put off. Yeah. He's like really upset. Yeah. Do you think he believes her? No. I don't either. I don't think he feels very good about the situation. No matter what the situation is. It's just that he's just is trying so hard and that. The wind. God. Are you Who there, am God? I? It's me, Mar- Margaret. <laughs> uh, no, the I think this interaction with Jess 
and Dean outside was very off-putting. Yeah. Because she seems nervous, too. Mm-hmm. Like, she got caught. Yeah. And then um, Jess is not helping the situation with all his comments. And, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Completely. It's, uh... Jess knows how to play the game. Mm-hmm. And Dean doesn't. Dean does not have game. No. No. Um, and Rory is falling for it mm-hmm. hard. Dean is like chicken noodle soup. Just kidding. We're not going to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dean no. is chicken noodle soup. And Jess is steak with Caesar salad. Well, he's got to be in the in the liquid state. He's got to be one of the soups. The liquid state? Like a liquid food. <clears throat> I know. Sounds gross. Yeah. Is what? Just chili? Chili. Oh, maybe. A little spicy. Okay. Okay. Anyway. So that's... Oh, and if Paris likes your uh, the guy that you're interested in, because she was getting along so well with Jess, mm-hmm. I wanted to bring that up. Yeah. They were getting along, because even... Did you notice Jess's face when he was like, have you ever tried hot sauce? <laughs> maybe you should. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, is he like flirting with her now, too? I know. Like, I was what's like... What's happening? I think there was, like, a very – it was really great to see this, like, dynamic of the three of them having this conversation about books um, together. Because it was like, oh, it kind of seems like like college friends. Yeah. You know, had that vibe that Rory is starting to expand, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Completely. But – and I think that's great that Paris gets along with Jess because if you can keep up with Paris – I think she's going to think a lot of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we see and that I, with Rory. And she, and then, yeah, sorry, you even got to that part where she said, did you get, yeah, you got that to the part. Oh, no, you did. Yeah. Uh, well, she tells, uh, Paris goes, I, you know, um, Rory, I, I'm sorry. I am stumbling a lot here. Rory asked Paris why she did that for her. She's like, well, yeah. you helped me out yeah. tonight by studying and blah, blah. But I feel like she did it a lot too. I think there was other reasons. I think she got along with Jess and she was getting and having a good time. Well, I don't think it was strictly just because Rory helped her out. I think too, it's like, <clears throat> here's this guy yelling at Rory. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. It seems like borderline abusive. Yeah. And I need to get her out of this situation. Yeah, protect your girl. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I think that Paris is like, I don't, she doesn't deserve this. She's a good person. And nothing happened. Yeah. Nothing happened. So she's like, I know the whole picture here and I know that nothing happened. So I'm going to try to fix this problem. I'm going to save my girl. Mm Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. she kind of plays it off cool, you know, later on where she's yeah. like, oh, yeah, no, it's just because you helped me. Right. Right. And no, it's because we're friends now. Mm-hmm. Paris. They have a slumber party. We help friends out. Yep. So. That's where it ends. That's yep. the excitement of the evening. It was uh, for their evening. For their evening. We yeah. haven't gotten to Emily and Lorelai's yet. Yes. That was a fun evening. <laughs> Thank you, Jess. <clears throat> We are back at the bar with Emily and Lorelai, and they're enjoying their dinner. Everything seems to be going fine. And then Lorelai says, Mom, do you remember that guy? 
he's making his way over here. And she's like, what? And uh, his name is Chad. I hate that name. Sorry, <laughs> Chad's out there. But Aww. it's just like such a... Chad. Chad. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And um, he's very forward and, you know, tries to get to know Emily kind of bypasses everything Lorelai says and focuses all of his attention on Emily. Asks, the, like the joke that cla- not the joke, but the you can't be mother and daughter. Yeah. That whole spiel. Thing. I like thought that- you would be sisters. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Emily is like, you know, flattered, but like clearly not, not interested. And he asks her to dance and Emily's like, oh, sh-, you know, fine. Lorelai says, go dance. It'll be fine. And they dance one song and it's super fun. And then a slow song plays. And um, at that point, he like gets very close to her face and they're like dancing, slow dancing together. And she immediately looks uncomfortable mm-hmm. and says, I can't do this. I have to go. And they leave. They go back to the hotel. And she's like, you let me be 60 40 <laughs> And before we move on to the hotel, I want to say, in Chad's defense, not once did they mention Richard. Yes. And that she was married. Yes. She did have her wedding ring on. Mm-hmm. But it didn't come up. Yeah. So, in his defense... Whatever. Take that for what it is. Chad you know? was weird, but he's yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you know this, but just a little reference here: mm-hmm. the lounge singers are actually a very famous couple, Elaine and Marty, mm-hmm. and they're a lounge duo. They were a lounge duo up until Marty passed away last year. But they own a bar in Los Angeles called the Dresden. Mm -hmm. And it's like a lounge jazz club. Oh, okay. So if we ever go to LA. We should check it out. We should check it out. Yeah. Yeah. And I was trying to see if that's where it was filmed, but it doesn't look like it. I mean, I could tell from watching it. I'm like, these are probably like a real duo. Because there's, I, I mean... And it's in L.A., so that makes it convenient for filming-wise. Well, that guy sounds just like Frank Sinatra. Yeah, they're really good. It was... I was like, whoa. Yeah. So they're a very famous couple. Mm -hmm. Lounge. I wouldn't say famous, but you know, like, if you're in that scene, you know them. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, the little bit of history on the lounge singers for you. But as they get back to the hotel... Emily says they're not going to stay the night. They're leaving that night. And she sits down and she's like, why can't we have what you and Rory have? And Lorelai says, Rory and I are best friends first and mother and daughter second. And. And you and I are uh, only oh, mother and daughter. Always, yeah. Always mother and daughter. Emily's like, I wasn't taught to be best friends with my daughter. I was taught to be a role model for my daughter, to be someone my daughter could look up to. Mm -hmm. And that's very fair. I mean, my mom and I believe that we are mother and daughter. We are not best friends. Mm -hmm. They're just, it's boundaries. Yeah. And I think Emily only sees the good side of it 
she doesn't get to see the bad side of Mm -hmm. not having those boundaries. So that's where we run into trouble because Emily's seeing things with rose tinted glasses, you know? Yeah. Um, This leads. And Lorelai doesn't even know the truth of that statement, which is sad too. I know. I know. Because I don't. She like thinks it's great. Yeah. I don't think. I think Rory would say, yes, she's my best friend, but. Is she your mother? But why aren't you telling your best friend about what's going on with Jess? Mm-hmm. Which leads me to my next thing. Mm-hmm. So Lorelai decides in order to bond, they're going to steal the robes from the spa. And Emily's, you know, like, this is lunacy, whatever. And then she says, would, would Rory ever steal a robe? Have you and Rory ever stole a robe? Stole a robe? And Lorelai says, she's far too moral for that. And me, in my head, in that moment, I'm like, well, she just lied to her boyfriend's face about having another guy over. So is she really too moral to steal a robe? Yeah. Like, you don't see the whole picture here. Mm-hmm. And it, you, and she plays the mother card when it's convenient for her to play it. Mm-hmm. So it almost becomes more of like a, a tactic rather than being a parent. Yeah. And so... Rory is not going to come to you because she knows it's wrong. Yeah. And she knows you're going to call her out on it. And she doesn't want to deal with that because she's having fun. Yeah. And, you know, she might also just. It's almost like one of those things. It's like you don't want to. If you're you're scared to speak it out loud, because if you speak it out loud, it makes it into existence and then it's real. Right. Oh, yeah, totally. Because it's never spoken out loud. Yeah. She just acts on it. Yeah. It's just, it's very. <sighs> she can't say it. Yeah. Jess will, can lead her to the water, but he can't make her drink mm-hmm. it. You know? Mm-hmm. And all of those leading questions he asks are him like pulling her closer and closer to the stream, but mm-hmm. she's not giving in. Yep. So. But like, I think it's funny too, to bring up this, mor- since we're on the moral, not to blow off. I just, I want to try to stick into Emily mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So it's so fun to go to Jess. No, I know. But since we're Please. in, we're in the moral area, we're mm-hmm. talking about morals. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that Emily got so weirded about, out about dancing with that guy slow. And that is so very different. And like, she didn't even want to flirt with that man. She is so different from Emily and Rory. Mm-hmm. Wait, Lorelai? Or um, or is Emily different from Lorelai and Rory? What or did I is... say? Yeah, no, Emily, the yes. morality speaking wise. Yes. Emily has very different morals. Like for her to even dance with that man was like, I am an adulteress. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't <laughs> think it hit her until the slow dancing. Yeah. And that would make me so uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, I probably would not have even danced with him in the first place. I know I wouldn't have. Yeah. But it... She just came from such a different life than Rory and and Lorelai. Like, their world is so different. And I think there are different standards. There's different morals. There's different... 
expectations when you're Emily, when you're from Emily's world and when you're Emily's age and her and, and Lorelai will never cross that threshold of friends because the morals are different. Yeah. The, yeah. And it's just interesting though, too, because it's like, I know this is way far off in the future and maybe we should maybe talk about it more when that happens, but just thinking quickly when they go to the Yale event and you find out that Richard's been talking oh, yeah. to his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. 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 He goes on date, not dates, but you know, lunches or whatever with mm-hmm. her. And um, I don't know. I think that there's something to a qual. I just wanted to point that out that I thought that was a very, um, I liked I liked that Emily was different than them in that I way too. in that moment. And that she didn't try to change herself yeah. to be like them. Yeah. You know, it's it's respectable in a sense because you're like you want to be friends with your daughter, but you're not going to change who you are in order to do that. Like take me as I am. Yeah. Like I mean she will if it is in the parameters of pretty innocent. Yes. Like t- stealing the robe. Yeah. Because, you know, they're probably going to get charged, like she said. Yeah, exactly. It, it will go on the credit card. So but it's something that they did made, They were the being moment. a little risky and silly. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I think I'm... But anyways, I I just wanted to m- I mention that real quick before and we I finish And I do out. think it says a lot about Emily that she just point blank asks the question, why can't we be like you and Rory? Yeah. And it shows that this whole weekend was about them bonding and and getting closer Mm -hmm. and i think it's really sweet and i love that for emily to be like honest and open about it and you know what's gonna come from this but yeah it's sweet it is very sweet and i think lorelei at the end of that scene, she has that smile on her face. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is, this is good. This is fixed. You know, this has like glued a little piece back onto like. We're figuring out yeah. our language sometimes. Yeah. 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 Yep. And yeah. it's not going to get solved over a weekend. Mm-hmm. Lorelai's right. They should start small. Yep. So the robe is starting small. That's something that. They can look at and know that they did that together. And I love that. I know, me too. It's so sweet. And (laughs) I love that they get to have a moment as mother and daughter. Yeah. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I just wanted to also mention that Laura, I wonder if that's a joke ever came in their head, but when Emily goes... You just let me get me. You just let me get sixty forty, and I just immediately thought of like Lorelai being like, "Well, you didn't get sixty nine. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> no. It was like Man. if it was on Netflix. Yeah, maybe. totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. that's the end of that scene. That's okay. the end of our story with Lorelai and Emily. <clears throat> so yeah, let's uh, go to the last scene here. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, the last scene. We are back where it began at Luke's diner, and there's still construction going on. And they're sitting at their table. It's clear that there's a line now because half of the diner is now blocked off, I'm sure. So things stop falling in people's food. And Kirk is pestering them for their table. And Lorelai says, if you keep bothering me, I'm going to order seconds. 
says she saw Paris leave and she looked like crap this morning. And she's like, it takes years of training to be able to eat like we do. <laughs> um, Lorelai does admit that she knows about what happened. So clearly Rory filled her in on the whole situation with Jess and Paris and Dean. And Rory's like, yeah, uh, today's just going to be Dean and Dean and more Dean. And Lorelai's like, I guess I'll be home tonight. The world's funny, isn't it? And Rory's like, I simply cannot stop laughing. She does not seem very happy right now. No. That you're going to go spend the whole day with your boyfriend. You seem pretty put out. Yeah, she does. And not in like a way of like her feeling bad. No. It's she's annoyed. I'm put out. Yeah. Um, so, and she's gonna put on just <laughs> whoa, <laughs> Amy. okay, sorry, I can't help myself. <laughs> I started it, I know. So, she says she's gonna go pay the bill, and she goes up and she talks to Luke, and he, she's like, Hey, Luke, and he's like, Is there something in your food? And she's like, Todd, Tom, I'm gonna kill you, blah blah. And she's like, No, the Luke, the food was fine. I just wanted to say thank you for the care package. And when she says that, Jess. Like a light bulb goes over his head and yep. he's standing behind Luke. And he's like, uh, Luke, I think they hit the water pipe again. And Luke goes running off because he's like, care package? What care package? He has such great facial expressions. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Because yep. he it really looked like he was like, oh, I got to, you know, when he catches Rory saying thank you for the care package. He's yeah. like, well, I got to swoop in here quick because. Yep. He yeah. looks like, oh, no. Like the umbrella. He had to swoop in. Yeah. So she's like, huh, interesting. Luke didn't know anything about that food, did he? And he's like, you're going to pay? It's 1250 And she's like, I've never seen you squirm. You're squirming. And he's like, oh, really? And they kind of have their little conversation back and forth. And then she goes, you wanted to come over. Mm-hmm. And... We cut to Lorelai outside. She sees Dean. Dean is just staring. Dean is just staring in that front window. And he looks rough. He's just standing out there like Michael Myers. Yeah. Sad. He looks sad. (laughs) Defeated. He looks very sad. And Lorelai is like, oh, yeah, she told me, you know, everything that happened. It's just one of those crazy happenstances like she didn't even want just there and he's like yeah that's what she told me and he's like and rory wouldn't lie right and lorelei says no rory wouldn't lie and then he's not even looking at lorelei when no, she's saying he's watching all the watching rory and jess uh-huh. because rory is still at the counter she's got her elbows on the counter he's got his elbows, elbows on, on the, the counter and they're leaned <clears> in <throat> talking to each other because when you like someone usually you'll notice um I get, it's like um I think I read something but like um naturally when we like someone we will start to mirror them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. physically yeah mirror them and, and they are very mirrored right now absolutely and there's this great direction, thank you, Amy Sherman Palladino, where the camera goes between Lorelai and Dean's heads mm-hmm. and, like, zooms in on Rory and Jess talking. Yeah, and he's kind of, like, playing with his pencil and, like... He seems so, like, calm, cool, collected. And here's my question. Yeah. Does he see Dean out there? And is he monopolizing her time more? 
Or is he just so focused on Rory that he doesn't even see Dean there? That's a good question. I didn't think of that. I feel like my my <clears throat> initial instinct was to say, no, he didn't see him. And I think he's just wrapped up in her in this I moment. Too. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> because it, and I say that because we're really, and I think it was <clears throat> her sexy tone she got with him. Mm-hmm. She got, oh, I'm sorry, but she got sexy with him. Yeah, when she was like, you wanted to come over. She was flirting with him. And she's mm-hmm. usually been like, oh, leave me alone. Just stop. Or, you know, yeah. besides like the Dodger thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that Dodger comment really got him before from that, you know, yeah. see, see around Dodger. Yeah. Um, but I think she finally thought, now I have something over you. Yeah. You're the one that says, oh, do we need a chaperone? Or you're the one that says, why did you think I would... I would want to come over here. Do you think I wanted to come over here to see you? Yeah. Like that kind of thing. And she's like, you did want to see me. You did. You wanted to come over. So. Yeah. But she's, she's doing it. She's mirroring him now. Mm-hmm. She's mirroring even how he's talking. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. And that's not how you pay a bill. Laura, yeah. I was like, like um, <laughs> at least a- I don't hold hands with my cashiers. <laughs> Lorelai and Dean are just staring at him like, are, are they seeing the same thing we are? Because, I mean, that's not how you pay a bill. No. And like, like and Dean does not believe. Uh, he knows. He knows. He knows. He yeah. knows. I think he knows. He has to know. Funny that he knows more than Lorelai. I think Lorelai has blinders on. Yeah. Because she wants to believe that Rory is not her. As a child. Yeah, and she's perfect. And yeah. Yep. She's everything she's I didn't want to be and more. Yeah. And yeah. Like constantly speaking this stuff out loud to like make herself feel better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's where it ends. I love it. This has got to be one of my favorite episodes. Um. Yeah. I love a tisket my... and a tasket. You know, I say that's my favorite, but this has easily become, like, my second favorite episode. I think, no, I like this one better than Tisket, but it's just too juicy. I know. I mean, the only thing is that we don't get any, like, Luke or Lorelai. That sucks, but I don't need it. No. I don't need it. No. For this episode. I know. I know. And I think it's good, too, because there was a nice balance of, like, the women together and then like you know the kids together so we still got that balance of this is a show about women for women yeah instead of like yes we get very off topic with the Jess stuff but it is nice that we get that balance of the mother and daughter yeah and what is that what is it going to turn into like how do we get from point a to point b with these characters Mm -hmm. and like i just want to like bring it back to our main focus will always be the women. But well, we have to talk about we have to talk about we, the men. Yeah. And I want to. I think we should. But yeah. um I just don't want us to fall yes. into that trap. It's you know? it's easy to fall into, but I yeah. mean it's fun. <clears throat> it's fun. This is what's happening. Yeah. It's what's happening in the scene. Yep. I think it's fun because um being, you know, whether it's about women or not, whatever romantic situations we find ourselves into, people find themselves into, like, or characters from a show, that really, especially if you're a young character in a show, and we get mm-hmm. to watch you grow from a teenager to an adult, mm-hmm. 
how that changes you as a as a person every human experience we or interaction we have with especially if it becomes more romantic or mm-hmm. a deep friendship it changes you as a person mm-hmm. completely yeah yeah and this the end of this episode really sets up tension for the next 20 episodes <laughs> i mean truly i know like it's insane how heavy this is going to get i know yeah and it's so cool it's just great i just love it i love i just love it mazel tov <laughs> We call this town meeting to order. For this town hall, we will start with our references. There were only 19 references in this episode. Not that many. So let's get into the fun stuff. For this town meeting, I wanted to talk about Bryn had pointed out um, on Reddit. They started collecting um, and voting on characters favorite one liners. So they're not all the way done yet. So we can touch on this again next week. But I wanted to share with you what we have already and um, see what you thought, if you agree with them. Because there's one that I I don't agree with. Okay. And I'll tell you which one it is. So um, Lorelai's is, as long as everything is exactly the way I want it, I'm totally flexible. Which I think is great. That's the one that won? That's the one that won. Ugh. But what one would you have picked? Out of all the lines Lorelai has ever said? Yeah. I, I don't I don't know, but it's not that one. Okay. That's interesting. Not, it's I'll not, have to see if I can find what the other options she's so, were. So clever. Yeah. And that's like a very like I would to me that's like almost a very basic thing to say. It wasn't just yeah. that clever. Yeah. Rory's is, God, you're like a pop-up book from hell. That's, yeah. That's a great line. I love that one. Um, Luke's is, that's your room. Finish up. We'll hold hands and skip afterwards. Yeah, sure. I think it's I, up there. It's but right. It's not my favorite thing he's ever said. No. Um, Emily's is, you can use your mother's old golf clubs. They're upstairs collecting dust along with the rest of her potential. Ooh. That's from Kill Me Now. That one's a good one, but um, Emily serving that line to Logie's mom, Logie oh, Bear's mom. Yes, that is a good line. Yeah, whatever that line is that she serves her, yes. like, straight into therapy for the rest of her life. <laughs> I know. Line, that one is my favorite. Okay. Dean's is, just so you know, some of the guys, not me you know, but some of the guys say that you're going to rip your head off if... They're going to rip your head off if you don't shut up. What? I don't know. I couldn't figure out what that was from. I'm not (laughs) as familiar with that, which says a lot about Dean as a character. Like, he doesn't get funny. He doesn't get a lot of great lines. I would almost say his line when he walks into the kitchen, he's like, now I know you guys can eat fast, but this is like extreme, whatever. Um, Jess's is, it's just a little West Side story here, Dean. And I got to warn you, my dancing skills are not up to snuff. And I thought his line about hooked on phonics was better. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know all the lines of the show that well. Right. Like, no to that one. But yeah. I think no to that one, too. Yeah. And Logan's is, you have to tell me why we're committing a felony before we do it. 
It's okay. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> so they haven't picked Richard Lane or Paris yet. Okay. So we'll check in next week with that. But I, um, I guess somebody said one that Richard should have is, look, it's getting late. So either shoot us or go away. That's when the security <laughs> guards show up after their fight that they have. Mm. Um, I don't know. But I think that does not do justice to the writing of this show. No. <laughs> to be honest. And Bryn kind of thought I was being a little dramatic. But I was like, there's so many great lines in oh, the show. Oh, yeah. There's you way. You can't pinpoint one. That's like Buffy, too. I mean, like the freaking dialogue on there is so clever it's like it's so hard to find it's almost like every episode you could be like that's my favorite Mm -hmm. thing Lorelai said or Mm -hmm. not always like obviously with every character but you know yeah it is wild though um so that's the end of our episode season two Episode 17 is next week. That's Dead Uncles and Vegetables, a Luke and Lorelai episode. It's going to be a good one. Mm -hmm. I, this is one that I like, I'm, I feel very indifferent about, but I know Bryn really loves this episode because he's like, it's nice to see like storyline for Luke. Yeah. We don't get a lot about Luke Mm -hmm. until later on. So this is like a nice glimpse into what that is. Yeah. Kind of his world. And, yeah. And we need a little... We really haven't had a ton of Laura and Luke. No. even it's at, been even, so Jess and, and Rory heavy. Like, even at Tisket to Tasket, I kind of felt like, yeah, we got some. But, but not enough. Very short. Because it was interrupted by Lane, and it was interrupted by Dean, and yes. it was just, like, not not enough for me. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm ready to get back into that with with them. Mm-hmm. Um. So that'll be next week's episode. Um, all of the books, movies, television references are all on our Pinterest account. So you can see all of them. Um, I will link them below. I will also link the season two playlist, which is complete and up on Spotify and Apple Music. It's really all over the place, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's it's a good time. A lot of music references in this season. I think, let me see how long it is because it'll tell you on Apple, like how long the playlist is. Oh, 11 hours and 21 minutes long. It's 168 songs. And the the first season was... 135 songs in eight hours and 29 minutes. So getting a little longer as we go along here. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, some repeats from the first season come back. The Bangles come back a few times. Um, Beatles come back. You know, anytime anybody musically is ever referenced, it's on the playlist. Sweet. So it's it's fun listening Mm -hmm. just for like random driving. Um, I do put it in sequential order of the episodes, mm-hmm. but if you put it on shuffle, it makes yeah. for a good time. So <laughs> I love shuffle. I do. You know, I don't always. I love shuffle on my liked songs. Yes, that is fair. If I'm listening to an album, I don't want shuffle. You're supposed to listen to the artist to wants you to listen to exactly, in order. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So that's where we're at, my friends. We are. Um, a few weeks ahead when we're recording this. And so 
we are going to uh, start planning season three. And I'm really excited. We have some good things in the talks for season three for us. And um, we do know that there is an amazing um, Gilmore Girls Festival happening in Maine. I know we've been tagged in it a few times. Um, we are not ready for that. <laughs> that like epic thing yet. Um, I want to though. I want to. But we're not quite there yet. We're not for there us. yet. Yeah. yeah. So we're hoping in the future, like next year, that yeah. would be something we would be ready for. I think we just need to have a few seasons under our belt before yeah. we like dive into that. Because we are well aware that there are people that know the show in and out better than we do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, I just want to make sure that I am comfortable with the content before... You know, and we're, yeah, we're still like learning all of this. And, yeah, you know, and so we're, what all that we're trying to figure out what we can do in season three to like change things up, and you know, keep it interesting for us and for you. Not that we're getting bored with that's not what I'm trying to say, but you know, we just yeah. want to keep evolving and keep changing because the seasons keep evolving and changing as well, and so we want to kind of follow that and and grow with. The show. I'm. I don't know. I'm so excited for season three just because it correlates to the season of fall. I know. Like we start season three in September. That is so cool. It'll be perfect. So perfect. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, episode nineteen. We will have um, our friend Michael and his sister Steph on. She's a big Gilmore Girls fan. We will have met. That's the first time we'll meet her. I can't believe you haven't met her yet. I know. So I'm really excited. I mean, I haven't met her either, but you like live in the same apartment building as them. Michael, not Michael. his sister. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's, yeah. Okay. Um, so that'll be really fun. Um, and Michael is not like a huge fan, but... I think he will bring a great moral perspective to that episode. Uh, yeah. Because I was like, I know you don't know the show, but you are such a good moral person and oh an gosh. unbiased person to yes. this situation mm -hmm. that like you will bring a fresh perspective for us. Yeah. Because I know that Steph is a Jess girly. I'm a Jess girly. I think you're getting there. So it's <laughs> like we need someone to like bring it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be really good no, michael's and... super insightful because we went and saw the shining with him too oh my and gosh he had yeah. never seen it it was yeah. so funny we went and saw the shining with amy's husband and then michael and, yeah and they hadn't seen it but the two girls like you we had and i was just like this is so amazing on a big screen oh my god and they're just like what was that yeah and then michael's discussion points with us afterwards were so great and yeah he gets super deep into it yeah, yeah i love it'll be it. a good addition and mm -hmm. yeah so we'll have them and then um the finale will be jenny and mary mm -hmm. for the finale and i'll be fun too. i think we're gonna do the finale as a two-part again okay because i think it's just it's a lot a yeah. lot happens, and with the four of us, it's going to be real chatty. Yeah, because it's like it's one episode is very long with just the two of us. I know. Yeah, so. we're at like two and a half hours just with the <laughs> two of us. So, you know, it's okay. We're yeah. getting into it. I'm glad that you guys are loving it. We hit 6,000 plays this week. That's super exciting super for neat. us. Yeah. And fun. And we're almost at 300 followers on Spotify. Our pilot 
I think hit 600 today. Nice. So it's like, oh my gosh, like it's just fun. You guys, it's fun. Okay. I'm like so happy love people it. Yeah, like stuck it just through hit it. 600 right I'm, now. I just want to say though, I am happy that people stuck through the episode one because that was. Yeah, like, episode one is a little rough. A lot of the first episodes, like especially like um, noise wise, was a little. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. But. So if you stuck with us, if you're still here, we love you. We appreciate you. And we we're did. having so much fun. Yep. We just want to get better. Yeah. We so, just want to grow up. Yeah. Gilmore. No, take it out. Don't put that in there. <laughs> Stop okay. talking. What's in this? All right. Okay. So you can find us <laughs> at uh, underscore growing up Gilmore underscore on TikTok and Instagram and Pinterest. And I think, and And. threads. I did sign us up for threads, but I have not done a darn thing with it. I was just like, I'm just going to get us on there just so like we can have it in case we get there. Um, But yeah, that's where we are. So thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week for Dead Uncles and And vegetables. Vegetables. Goodbye.